Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Monday Night Master Debaters here on Dangerous World Podcast. You know me, and you know the host of Monday Night Master Debaters. This is two weeks late. I had a little computer issues going on. Uh, This is the first episode I'm recording since said issues, so I hope that this doesn't sound too bad. Uh, downloaded all the shit that I need, and I'm just recording here for you. I don't know what's wrong, man. Like, the go-to thing that everyone says is that they're being fucked with by the FBI or the NSA or the CIA or one of these alphabet people. Uh, And I've had some people say that, I think both ironically and unironically. But we're just going to go with my computer fucked up for right now, unless uh, I can get some proof of something else. Now, uh, you know, Shit happens, but we're still moving through it. I've got this Monday Night Master Debaters and then, of course, another one. And I've got two great episodes. I did an episode with Ron from New England where we talked about old commercials and uh, the programming that was in those commercials and uh, some of the comedy that was involved with some of them, too, because they are hilarious. We're talking about, you know, old commercials from like the the really the 50s, the 60s. Um, and, and not just TV commercials, also ads too, right? Um, really up until the early 2000s, commercials were pretty fucked up. And just recently, they've been real woke. And even me, someone that's not like, you know, offended by really anything at all. Some of these are bad. Some of these old commercials and ads are horrible. So uh, that'll be a fun one. I hope that I have the video and that I can recover it from my computer that has been heavily fucked with by something. And um, so if I have that video available, I'm going to put it on the Patreon. And we go through all this shit. We're screen sharing. We're fucking around. We're having a good time. It's always a good chat with Ron. And um, the other episode that I have coming out is with Julia from the Cosmic Peach podcast. And we talk about Laurel Canyon. That one I've had in the bank for a little bit. I wanted to wait until she got her second um Uh, she did like a two-part installment of the Laurel Canyon research that she was getting into. And she dug pretty deep, man. She found some really cool stuff, and I was blown away by it. I think that you guys will be too. If you haven't heard of the Cosmic Peach podcast, go and check that out. She does good work. She does her own research, unlike some people, uh, and and does a a really, really phenomenal job. But, uh, you know, I'm going to, at the top here, you know, I always like to give you a little bit of extra shit. Because you should be listening to these over at Matt's feed at the Great Deception Podcast. I'm going to talk about 25 secret societies that you may or may not have heard of. Some of them you definitely have heard of. 
And all these societies want a one world order, according to this article. And it was pretty good. It was a well-written article. A lot of research went into it. Uh, kind of just glancing over these 25 secret societies, and they do a great job. So I'll cite the article at the end of it there and uh, give you all of the information up top. It's it's really fun stuff, and some of these I hadn't heard of. The first one is the Ancient Order of the Hibernians, and I've talked about them briefly, uh, you know, referencing a, uh, you know, I think that was in a Joe Biden episode because they're a Catholic order, Irish Catholic order, and, uh, you know, just a, a wild little group there. The Irish are fun, right? Um, but since this is a uh, introduction to a Monday Night Master Debaters, I get a little ranty in some of these, right? Now, I have to get a little ranty up top here about something that was very frustrating that I saw. It's frustrating in a funny way, though. I'm not, like, losing sleep over this retard, trust me. But uh, there's this complete moron that seems like they feel that their rating system on uh, Apple Podcast is like the new version of Yelp. And and this person, whether it's a male or female or shim or whatever, is going to change the world by their uh, voting system uh, and, and their ratings, right? And I found this to be really funny. So I want you to, uh, you know, let you know, bear with me here and just let me read this quick review that had uh, a lot of thought going into it. I could tell that he was teetering on three to four stars. And I'm going to assume it's a he because only a dude can be this fucking retarded. But uh, I think that he was really teetering on three to four stars. And, uh, you know, maybe he was feeling generous and was like, hey, let me let me throw a four out there because, you know, this is, you know, I had a good day, uh, jacked off to some good porn because this guy's not getting any sex at all. Uh, you know, this this kind of stuff is funny for me and it's amusing. Because to be this stupid, I think uh, something's definitely wrong. He might have been hit on the head more times than I have, honestly, uh, with something like this. So listen to this here. This is from uh, Bootstrappers. And I'm sure the only thing he's strapping is a strap-on. Is, is, you know, he's probably paying somebody to fuck him in the ass with a strap-on. Sorry for the language. But yeah, here we go. So he says, uh, pretty good show overall, but lately the conversations have switched from interesting topics to what his favorite fast food establishment is. (laughs) Uh, He's been having long discussions about his favorite fast food places and why he likes them for a few consecutive episodes now. Nobody cares what type of fast food you like. I would disagree. Several thousand people care about what fast food I enjoy, according to the numbers. And uh, the the good episodes are good, but the bad episodes are terrible. So he signed off, and that was uh, that was uh, you know I, I don't know. They're not consecutive episodes. It is a separately labeled episode series. Bootstrappers. I do think it's funny though. Uh, again, I don't understand how you can think that this is how the show has changed. Clearly, you're not listening to all the episodes. And uh, you should go back. And who rates four stars? It's either a one star or a five. Anyone that rates a two to a four star takes it too serious. You either love the the show or you don't or you don't listen. Um, This guy supposedly unsubscribed because of this. And um, I mean, come on, just get it together. I don't know. You know, 
I don't want to dig too deep on it, but there is a separate show for people that don't want to just stare into the abyss. That's why I release it on Saturday. A lot of people don't re- uh, listen to episodes on the weekends. And this is why I release a completely different show, you know, talking to different hosts of shows like mine and uh, conspiratorial episodes. Since conspiracies have gotten kind of popular uh, right around when COVID started, um, there's a lot of people out there shoving conspiracies down your throat that don't know the first thing about them. They just learned the term New World Order in 2020, and they feel like they got something to say about it. So I try to do, you know, since there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there and a lot of, um, you know, overindulgence in conspiracy, I try to have a fun sideshow. If you don't like the Saturday show, retard, don't listen to it, okay? Uh, I've seen this guy going around reviewing other people, too. And um, like I said, I feel like they think that this is the new Yelp. And he's really starting a movement. No one cares what you think, dude. Uh, I don't know. Change that to one star or five. I'm sure that you should should change it to a one. Because no one cares about a four star. That's stupid. So I'm going to quit ranting. Because this gets a little weird when I just rant for a long time. But I do appreciate uh, that shitty review from a moron that uh, probably listened to one episode and was like, this has changed. I don't like it. So, you know, it's fine. But yeah, let's get into these different societies. We've got uh, 25 here, 25 different societies that you may or may not have heard of. And these are definitely pretty cool. There's, uh, like I said, the first one here, the Ancient Order of Hibernians. And uh, it's a society uh, that was organized first in 1890. And it's a fraternal circle of Irish Roman Catholics who uphold the values of friendship, charity, and oneness among its members. The society um, has historically been primarily devoted to protecting Catholic churches from anti-Catholic forces and assisting Irish Catholic immigrants to get into America, especially those who face discrimination or harsh coal mining working conditions. Now, if we're going back to the idea of all these societies trying to perpetuate a one world order. Obviously, the the religion um, that these people would be behind. Um, I'm sorry, I might have misspoke there. They're trying to perpetuate a one world religion, right? The religion would obviously be Catholicism. Uh, Irish Catholic, old boys, uh, you know, the, the seal of the logo is very interesting. You got an Irish and American flag on each side draped over. You got a harp in the middle, which is weird because that kind of makes reference to the Queen of England. And then you've got clovers, three leaf clovers all around and a American man and an Irish man shaking hands. It appears so um, fun stuff in the symbolism there. Now, this one I hadn't heard of the National Grange symbol is a uh, seven sided little dealio. And it's got a bunch of wheat in the middle. It says P of H, Grange. And uh, Oliver Hudson Kelly organized the National Grange in 1867. A lot of these societies coming about in this era, in the mid to late 1800s, it seems. And, um, you know, this dude organizing this in 1867, following the order given to him by President Andrew Johnson, to visit the southern United States and identify the war-ravaged areas that needed rehabilitation. Uh, Johnson, obviously, coming about after Lincoln was assassinated. and Because uh, I thought that was a typo. I Admittedly, I didn't know who Andrew Johnson was. I thought they were trying to say Andrew Jackson. Andrew Johnson um, took office when Abraham Lincoln was killed. 
And he was put in place to go and, you know, rehabilitate the war ravaged areas, as it says. Um, in response to the order, he proposed the formation of a secret society that would promote the advancement of rural life. Rural life is something that a lot of the right wing, as they like to call it, really promotes. Now, I actually really stand behind the idea of rural life. I think a lot of us do. But this is something, for some reason, it has been heavily co-opted as well. Everything's co-opted. Everything is is very infiltrated in a major, major way. People that are pushing for rural lifestyle, they might get you roped into some societies and some groups that don't have your best interest in mind. So it's really shitty to say. It's really shitty to say that some people that think like you on the surface may not have your best interest in mind. I think that we all know that this would be the case. But um, everyone wants to be part of a group. Everyone really does want to feel welcome and uh, and part of some sort of society, whether it be conspiracy podcasters, whether it be uh, independent thinkers, rural livers, farmers, right? I mean, everyone forms groups. I would say that is the worst thing that we can do. And that's that's very shitty and it's scary to say that, but I do actually stand behind that very much. Uh, be a lone wolf. Don't think like anyone. Don't quote anyone, anyone at all. Like me, uh, you know, your favorite big podcast, your favorite TV show, your favorite uh, fighter. I'm really into UFC right now. Don't quote your favorite UFC fighter. Everyone thinks in their own interest and you need to think in your own interest too. Um, it's scary though. It, it is scary. I, I've said a lot of things in the past contrary to that. But looking at societies like this that are definitely part of something, man, it would be uh, it'd be a shame for you to fall head over heels in love with some group that just does not have your best interest in mind. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is part of the Freemasons, this Grange Society. They're part of the Freemasons. You would assume that they would fall in line with that idea of the Catholics and the Christians being the same as the atheists. I'm actually working on an episode about Albert Pike and his work with the three world wars and trying to push those along. So they want a new age religion, I would guess. Okay. Uh, but it is disguised as Christianity. Moving on to the 23rd here. Uh, the United Ancient Order of the Druids. Uh, this is one that I'm somewhat familiar with, but haven't really looked into it much. Acorns on the seal. Um, some, uh, Iona Grove, number one, U-A-O-D. Uh, that would obviously stand for United Ancient Order of the Druids. And a nice iron cross in the middle. Kind of interesting symbolism. Um, the Ancient Order of the Druids is a fraternal organization founded in London in 1781, uh, just after the uh, Declaration of Independence. So that's suspicious, right? Uh, in 1776. 1781, um, and uh, that still operates to this day. It is the earliest known English group to be founded based on the iconography of the ancient Druids, who were priest-like figures in Iron Age Celtic paganism. So this is another sort of uh, Irish-founded thing as well, right? Uh, you would you would assume. It's kind of uh, an interesting idea. Again, don't know a ton about them. Moving on here, though, to 22, United Order of the Golden Cross. Pretty cool symbolism in this uh, little necklace that they have. They don't show the exact seal, but I'm assuming this is it. You've got uh, O. Uh, looks like O, 
N, G, and C. But uh, you would have uh, oh, oh okay, so it goes U O G C in a count in a clockwise circle, starting from nine o'clock to twelve o'clock to three o'clock to six. U O G C United Order of the Golden Cross, and then an S S in the middle with a pentagram pointing up uh, as the seal, and then you have the thousand points of light behind it. Interesting symbolism for sure. What does that S S stand for? Potentially the same thing that the SS stood for in the Nazi days with the Third Reich, right? Uh, in 1876, Dr. J.H. Morgan organized the United Order of the Golden Cross to provide a means through which members can have a safe and economical method of getting life insurance policies. Who? Uh, though it originated in England, the strength of, it, of this secret society lies in its New York chapter. Of course it does. Its members today are men and women from Indiana, Columbia, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, and that's it, who pledge to abstain from taking alcoholic drinks. Well, I don't trust them automatically then. The Golden Cross is among the very few secret societies that treat men and women equally. I doubt it. I heavily doubt it. Do they believe in shims? Because if not, I'm not on board. Number 21 here, the Mystic Order of the Veiled Prophets of the Enchanted Realm. That's a tongue twister here. And with that, let me take a sip of my drink because I've got a little bit to read about these. These guys are, uh, so the logo that they're showing here, it's a dude wearing red, uh, wearing a turban. And it looks to be that there's like some bullhorns or something behind them. Very interesting. White beard, white mustache. Kind of like a curly French mustache though. Mm. Another Freemason organization here, more commonly known as M-O-V-P-E-R, or the Grotto, G-R-O-T-T-O, uh, was originally created to add in greater measure to the Masonic fraternal spirit, um, the charm of radiant cheerfulness, and to maintain within the fraternity an impetus of royal good fellowship. One of their most notable accomplishments is their resolution to establish a 501c3 national charitable program uh, named the Humanitarian Foundation, whose first project was an aid for the cerebral palsy child. Uh, sounds like a noble thing to do. Since this inception, uh, since its inception, excuse me, since its inception, over one million dollars has been contributed to research for cerebral palsy. Well, um, they don't list its inception, but that doesn't sound like a lot of money. I'm sure that there's some uh, laundering going on there. And uh, it seems like a lot of these Masonic orders will stand kind of behind, you know, some good works, right? It sounds like they, they, they're doing good work. You know, they're trying to help kids with uh, palsy, but definitely doing some things behind the scenes. I don't know. It, it's... Uh, it's interesting. We never really know who the good guys are here. I would say, you know, people meeting in secret sounds like a good idea. I think a lot of us are going to start doing this more. Um, people moving underground and, and maybe this could be some sort of weird programming within the conspiratorial mindset where like these secret societies are bad. But maybe these guys are the good. Guys. I'm not saying that they are, but maybe these guys are good. Maybe these guys are just trying to like get their own fucking ideas out there and they're not trying to think in a think tank, right? They're trying to not be in an echo chamber. They're trying to get their own ideas out. It sure doesn't seem like it. You know, these things seem to get infiltrated. 
Um, I'm not going to mention the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn because I'm sure that you know quite a bit about that one. The Odo uh, Templi Orientis comes up too later. Those are obviously both very key organizations, but uh, we know a little bit more about those. Obviously, Lux and New York Patriot, you know, they they talk about them a lot, and um, the the descriptions here won't even do them justice at all. I, I'm trying to mention more societies that you probably haven't heard of as often. If you want to learn more about the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn and the Ordo Templi Orientis, just go check out the Occult Rejects podcast. They'll tell you all about those. And um, they do great work talking about that. Now, number 19 on this list is the Forester Society. And they show three seals here. Uh, and it appears that this is a Christian society. At least they're hiding behind that facade. Uh, the Foresters Friendly Society is a British friendly society which was formed in 1834, another 1800 one, mid-1800s one, right, as the ancient order of foresters. Although not as secret or mysterious as some of the others on this list, its nearly 70,000 strong membership deserves some mention. As far as purpose is concerned, as with most friendly societies, it primarily seeks to provide insurance policies to its members. So again, we're seeing some sort of uh, strange money laundering type stuff. Imagine this. It all kind of comes back to money, right? Uh, now that one, again, uh, very Christian forward with their symbolism. You have two men in one seal of theirs with a, a cross, a deer in the middle, an eye on top with a thousand points of light pointing downward. And uh, just all kinds of uh, very, very wild stuff. Um, I'm trying to look at the... Um, if you ever see an IOF in a circle, this is what these guys are. The Forester Society. Also a Christian cross with a deer in the center, which could represent Cernanos, right? Um, and the, the Christian cross has the FHC at the 9, 12, and 3 spots of the clock. So, fun stuff. 18 is a little society known as the Illuminati. Uh, I don't think we need to really get into them much. Now, 17 is the Knights of Columbus, and their little sigil is very interesting. You've got what looks to be an anchor and a downward-pointing sword in an X with a facies uh, dead center, and it's forming six points. Uh, so, you know, you could get some Star of David symbolism, Seal of Solomon symbolism in there. And for those that don't remember, the facies is that bundle of usually birch sticks uh, tied with a red strap on the top and bottom with an axe uh, at the top. So, you know, the people carrying these around, the lictors carrying these around, um, would either be able to kill or beat someone that was, you know, accused or, or guilty of a crime in the street. And the facies is a living symbol all over Washington, D.C. and in government buildings that represents people that protect the elite. So the Knights of Columbus would obviously, by their own symbolism, protect the elite. You get red and white symbolism within an iron cross that's tilted on its axis a little bit here. Uh, 45 degrees specifically, right? Um, and if you want to look up these symbols, I'm going to post this link um, to what I'm looking at here on this list of 25. Uh, List25.com. Red and white uh, being in this, in this cross... Red and white's a very satanic color scheme as well, right? And, and this is why a lot of people, you know, have beef with Santa Claus. The red and white shit is is very, very strange. But uh, the Knights of Columbus is the largest network of Catholic men 
and their families throughout the world. So the one world religion that they choose is allegedly Catholicism. However, I do think, you know, a lot of these groups would say uh, that they that they stand behind a religion. But I think that these are all new age groups. I think they all want a new age religion. They view the Christian and the atheist as the same. Equally stupid. Okay. Uh, Founded in 1882. There we go again, late 1800s. Most of the rituals of this organization are modeled after those of the Masonic Lodge. Today, it has over 11,000 councils all over the globe, and it boasts of the insurance policies uh, that it provides for its members. Boom. Now, next, you have the Knights of Pythias. I'm going to move through these quicker now. Uh, Knights of Pythias FCB uh, in the primary colors, which is a reoccurring theme here, and a knight in the middle with an axe. And uh, what appears to be a shield. The Knights of Pythias were the first fraternal organization to receive a charter under the Act of the United States Congress. This is the big one. Uh, It was founded by Justice H. Rathbone, who was inspired by a play by the uh, Irish poet John Bainham. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. About the legend of Damon and Pythias. A member must be at least 18 years of age. He cannot be a professional gambler or involved with illegal drugs or alcohol. Damn it. I do two of those three things. And he must believe in a supreme being. Check. Not check. Check and check. Uh, Ku Klux Klan. We all know about them a little bit. Um, Their their official seal is uh, obviously red and white as well. So just tying in with that whole idea. Bilderberg Group. I'm sure you all are familiar with as well. Uh, number 13 here, the Loyal Order of the Moose. You'd think this would be a Canadian thing, and I'm sure it has some roots in Canada as well. But founded in 1888 by the Scottish Dr. Wilson, the Loyal Order of the Moose dedicates itself to providing health benefits to its members. The organization went through hard times in the 20th century after it lost most of its members until a man named James Davis took the reins and helped Moose recover from its membership slump. What a hero. He convinced a uh, he convinced and recruited thousands of new members and established a thriving network of moose lodges throughout the United States. Fascinating. Uh, number 12, Freemasonry. Uh, we know a thing about or two about these guys. Wow, we got our first uh, lady group here, the PEO Sisterhood, and they got a lovely little daisy. With white and gold uh, petals on them. P-E-O. Established in 1869. Let me take a drink here. Before we mention the ladies. Okay. Mm. A woman's organization with about two a quarter million members it looks like. 250,000. Uh, in the United States and Canada. P-E-O Sisterhood was um, organized on January 21st. 1869 to provide opportunities for education to all its female members around the world. Well, I don't like that at all. The society has organized chapters in the United States and Canada and is known for being the second sorority to have been formed in the United States, currently headquartered in Iowa, Canada. I did not know that there was an Iowa, Canada. Uh, Is that true or is is that bad writing? Maybe it's Iowa and Canada. Um, the PEO sisterhood maintains its traditions of secrecy, even after it's okay to talk about PEO campaign in the 20th century. Huh? So these ladies are getting some shit done. 
Number 10, the improved order of red man. You've got a, a lovely sigil with, uh, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 stars, of course, with three arrows and um, uh, some branches on the side. But you do have your 13 stars there. An eagle with two axes crossed over it. And the improved order of red man was organized on December 16th, 16th, yeah, 1773, by some members of the Sons of Liberty to promote liberty as well as to challenge the tyranny of the monarch of England. Hey, I don't hate that, but I'm sure there's some other shit going on here too. Throughout the course of the Revolutionary War, members of the Red Man joined the Continental Army to push the downfall of the English crown. Maybe I'm a, I should be a out of all these this sounds good. I will say that the rituals of its members are uh, patterned on the rituals practiced by the Native Americans. So this is why they uh, took Red Man, Red Men, uh, well, it just got a little racist, didn't it? Number nine, the ancient Arabic order of the nobles or the mystic shrine. Okay, so you've got a nice little sword with an upside down moon, um, a pentagram within the hollow point of the, uh, the uh, uh, upside down crescent moon. And then uh, Egyptian-looking fella in the middle there, too. Commonly known as the Shriners. Okay, so we know the Shriners. I don't know why we didn't just call them the Shriners. Uh, commonly known as the Shriners and abbreviated to A-A-O-N-M-S. They were established in 1870 and are on um, and are an appendant body of Freemasonry. Of course they are. Um, in 2010, the ancient Arabic Order of the Nobles of the Mystic Shrine as well as Shriners North America, changed its name to Shriners International, now covering nearly 200 temples or chapters across North America, South America, Europe, and Southeast Asia. The Secret Society organized its best known... um, I'm sorry, the Secret Society organization is best known for the Shriners Hospitals for children it administers and the red fezes that members wear. We've all seen those fezes. Uh, the Shriners are very interesting. This is one of the more interesting ones. I wouldn't have even gone through that uh, if I just knew that they were referred to as the Shriners. Goes to show how little I know about this stuff. But uh, number eight, the Woodman. Now, the Woodman uh, logo is is very modern. It looks like uh, something that you would see outside of like a retirement home, honestly. Uh, modern Woodman of America. You've got four faces, two women, two men. Uh, the men are leading the way, unfortunately, uh, for for the uh, you know liberals out there. But yeah, they're, they're, the people are looking to the right, and the men are to the right. Women are behind them, uh, just barely there. Established in 1883 by Joseph Cullen Root, Woodman is among the largest fraternal benefit societies today with about 845,000 members worldwide. Members of this organization are called Neighbors and conduct fraternal projects for various communities. Its services include the donation of equipment to police and fire and rescue units, as well as the provision of assistance to senior citizens, orphans, and disaster victims. Known today as the Modern Woodmen of America, the society uses an axe, beetle, and wedge as its primary symbols. Now, we're on eight there. I wanted to go up real quick and refer really quickly. Uh, I thought there was another wood organization here somewhere uh maybe it was the foresters my mistake 
but yeah, that is interesting. Um, a lot of charity with all these groups. You have to do some good if you're trying to dabble in some bad shit. So Knights of the Golden Eagle, we're on number seven here, and then uh, we get to skip a couple of these here. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the OTO, the Priori de Sion, or the prior, Priority of Sion. Um, I'll, hit, I'll hit on the Thule Society a little bit, or the Thule Society. Not going to talk about Skull and Bones, which is your number one, and I'll briefly talk about the Rosicrucians here. So we're almost done. Knights of the Golden Eagle uh, is a fraternal benefit secret society founded in Baltimore, Maryland, where Nancy Pelosi comes from. I wonder if she's a member with her daddy, Paul de Alessandro, right? Uh, is it is it Paul? Did I just fuck that up? I know his last name is de Alessandro. Uh, but yeah, so the Knights of the Golden uh, Eagles are uh, based out of Baltimore. In 1873, they were founded at the peak of membership in 1900, so coming along a little later. This organization was active in 20 states with approximately 20,000 members. So, I mean, shit, you've got 1,000 members per state at that rate. That's not crazy, but uh, it definitely adds to its, uh, you know, little secret secrecy a little bit. Uh, it began to decline about uh, in around 1943 to 1944 during World War II. And uh, some historians believe that this fraternal organization had become extinct. Their logo is very interesting, too. You see a reoccurring theme with a lot of these with an eagle, a shield over its chest, uh, wings spread, and uh, either rays of sunshine or something within its feet. So very interesting. The OTO. Uh, not going to talk about them again. Uh, check out some podcasts that are talking about them. I mentioned uh, one already. Pre-Redision, uh, Priority of Scion. You, you've seen seen these guys too. Uh, French Society, very influential. The Thule Society is fun. Uh, and I say Thule and Thule interchangeably because I hear a lot of English people say Thule. Um, and, you know, us white people here in the United States would pronounce it Thule. It's T-H-U-L-E. Uh, the Nazis were heavily involved and, and you know, Hitler admired this shit. And it was kind of hijacked from what I understand, too. Uh, but initially named the Study Group for the Germanic Antiquity, the Thule Society is a secret organization formed in Munich, uh, principally created to return power to Germany. <laughs> well, what can go wrong? Uh, after its defeat in the First World War, and the fall of the Treaty of Versailles. Its name was derived from the fictitious northern country from Greek mythology, Thule, or Thule. Uh, since 1917, people who seek to become members of the secret society have been obliged to under, uh, ob- obligated to undergo a, quote, blood declaration of faith before being admitted. So you do have to sign in blood. Uh, the Sons of Liberty. This is a fun one. I'm sure there's a lot of fat dudes with beards in this one. Uh, The Sons of Liberty was a group consisting of American patriots, (laughs) nailed it, that originated in the pre-independence North American British colonies. The group was formed to protect the rights of the colonists and to take uh, take to the streets again um, against taxes by the British government. They're best known for undertaking the Boston Tea Party in 1773, which led to the Intolerable Acts, which is uh, also known as an intense crackdown by the British government, and uh, a counter-mobilization by the Patriots. So, 
Yeah, I mean this this shows the the American flag with the snake cut into I believe eight pieces. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, uh, you've all seen the snake cut up. It represents uh, you know basically side with us or die, right? Join or die, and uh, that that's another symbol that's really been hijacked too. I don't want to get into the idea of what's good, the snake or the eagle. Why don't we just say that they're both evil, right? I don't think either one's done anything for us. I don't think that... Uh, I, I'm definitely not going to side with a snake. I'll tell you that right now. Um, call me dogmatic. A snake can come up to me and offer me a billion fucking dollars. I'm going to be like, no thank you, sir. And just cut off its head probably and throw it in the trash can. But uh, yeah, the Rosicrucians devoted to the pursuit of uh, esoteric wisdom. Uh, it's a secret society organization founded between the 16th and 17th century. So obviously a little bit before these uh, 1800s ones uh, that we were talking about, the early or the, the late 1800s ones. I actually heard that these guys formed in the 1600s. So that would be the 15th century, right? I always get that mixed up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. According to this, it seems a little off. Because I'd seen that they formed in the 1600s. The Rosicrucians, obviously Christian mystics, uh, borrowing a little bit from um, Egyptian Hermeticism, Gnosticism, Jewish Kabbalism, shit like that. Um, it, it is believed that Isaac Newton was a member of this society as well. And we all know uh, that guy was a little weird. Smart, but weird. And uh, your number one society trying to form a new world religion is the Skull and Bones. Uh, Skull and Bones, I think, would view, uh, they would hide behind Christianity and uh, Judaism as, uh, you know, George H.W. Bush, their hero, right, the the, the daddy to the uh, war criminal, is uh, supposedly referred to as Magog by these guys when he was alive. He uh, signed into law the Noitic Laws, the Seven Laws of Noah, um, this is very, you know, Zionist and, you know, he's Eastern establishment, but at the same time, it's really tough to know. It seems like these guys are so good at playing both sides of the field in more ways than one that it's, it's tough to know exactly what they believe, but they for sure, um, in the skull and bones case seem to be hiding behind Western religion and they want to make it crumble so deeply that a new age religion will come about. Uh, some of these other ones, like the Hibernians, it seems that they genuinely are behind Catholicism, right? Irish Catholics, why wouldn't they stand behind Catholicism? I don't know. I mean, there there could be some great reason if you get like a you know inside of the inner workings of it. But seems that all societies like this definitely want to um, you know carry out positive acts do some positive things in their communities and around the world so that you can say oh look at these good catholic boys doing this right they're they're uh they're helping with palsy they're they're trying to you know solve the problem of cerebral palsy in children it's not the hibernians but i'm you know just as an example you do something good over and over again people will start to look at you and say hey they got it together over there you know um as far as, you know, the Skull and Bones and some of these other groups, the Rosicrucians, uh, OTO, the Golden Dawn, I would say that they hide behind whatever religion, which seems to be Christianity, uh, seems to be Judaism, seems to be Western religion. Uh, 
they want to hide behind it and make it all fall equally, as Albert Pike said. And I am, like I said, working on um, an episode about Albert Pike and his three world wars. That'll be coming out shortly here. So, guys, thank you uh, for listening to this intro and, uh, you know, the, the, the 25 secret societies that want a one world religion of their own. Now, let's roll into this episode of Monday Night Master Debaters with Boya and Big Country. Their uh, third co-host was not present here. I, he had to work like an adult. And, uh, you know, the kids got together and we had a little fun. So enjoy this one and uh, I'll be talking to you later on another Monday Night Master Debaters and on my own show as well. So uh, enjoy this episode, guys. And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. We have a healthy big country this time i'm back i'm back 100 percent. i'm ready to master debate tonight baby all yes. hydrated ready to go <laughs> yeah you were only on one leg last time man you were looking like ghost pale and just look like shit so i was terrible i look terrible yeah i look like I just... hunter biden on a weekend <laughs> <laughs> after a nice little bender <laughs> Did you see their the house that they go to in the summer? It's like some twenty million dollar mansion is like full of mold and termites now. So Makes they sense. can't they can't yeah. go there. It's like okay. Sounds about yeah. right. Anything that guy Poor touches guy. turns to shit. <laughs> hey, be honest. If you're gonna hang out with a president's kid though, Hunter's your guy. Oh, he's buying everything. <laughs> Literally just, everything. I mean, yeah, think you're about just the president's kids yeah. for the past, you know, for the past forever. Right. Awful. Unless, you know, you go back to Kennedy and his kid was little, but you look at Chelsea still doing coke. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it was yacked daily. I know you dude. you show up to a party and Hunter's there and you're like, hey, Hunter, is it is it snowing? Yeah. It's like it's 85 to oh yes it is yeah either a, either a party with hunter or the people from cnn you know those guys they get arrested for or in trouble for the weirdest shit you had like what was his name tubin that was jerking off on a zoom meeting tubin you had uh that guy what's his name richard quest wait richard quest got caught in the park with meth in his pocket uh a rope around his neck and a dildo in his boot oh damn ready to go this guy was ready to party you know (laughs) so if you want and and you got don lemon going around grabbing guys cocks so oh yeah you you want to party cnn sounds like the place to go yeah you know what dude i i misspoke what about the those bush girls the bush daughters showing their titties everywhere they may be the ones to hang out with Uh, i think they could be trashy i bet you they're as boring oh yeah although you see them on tv they're like yeah but they're friends though Oh, without a doubt. You know, the yeah, trashy hot. That trashy hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The trailer the tra- with the hard southern accent, you know? Yeah. Fake yeah. Texan hot. Fake yeah, Texan. Yeah. <laughs> sunken jaws, fucking sunken <laughs> eyes. Yeah. And they got Confeder- that fake blonde Confederate hair flag too. mini skirts everywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Like a Confederate flag tramp stamp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, might as well be a bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> well that's uh where was it i don't know if i still uh no i fucking deleted it i i put up a meme today about that about like fucking uh recession or inflation and it's got some chicks fat tramp stamp hanging out and it's just like <laughs> oh it just hits it hit it on the head though <laughs> oh so boy what do you got going on man I'm literally, you know, you, you referenced big country being on one leg last week. I'm literally on one leg this week. I fucking had a micro fracture in my ankle last Damn. Saturday. 
yeah, I was just getting the mail and I fucking <laughs> rolled it on the steps and it made all kinds of loud noises and I just hit the ground and my kids come out because I yelled fuck super loud. <laughs> They're like, dad, what are you doing? Why are you on the ground? I'm like, I lost something. Leave me alone. You know? So thankfully my dad showed up at the same time and helped me back into the house. But my ankle was like three times the size as it should be mm. Saturday, Saturday night. So had to go to the doctor. They did x-rays. They're assuming there's a fracture. Got to wait to go to the orthopedic for that. So I'll know more. No more on Wednesday, dude. I'm I'm hurting right now. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting old shit, man. It, it's Hate like, it. you know, I never thought I'd get hurt like getting out of bed in the morning, but dude, I pulled my back a few times doing that shit and it, or doing something stupid and it's yeah. like once well, you get old, anything you do is actively trying to kill you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is, dude. Like I get a pinch in my neck, wiping my own ass. You know what I mean? Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah. Like you, you hit a threshold where like falling in the shower is a serious threat, right? Oh, it's like yeah. it's when you're like, I don't know, probably. I, I mean, I'm 30. I'd say it's probably 29, 20. Yeah. You know, 30, something like that. Yeah, yeah that's be careful with that, well, dude. For sure. That's why I don't shower without a rosary on, dude. Just for sure. Case. <laughs> you gotta be protected at all times Lord take me now <laughs> other than that man same old shit you know trying to survive in this fucking whatever you want to call it <laughs> sure simulation world whatever good luck good luck Realm. trying to name it that's what yeah. i'm waiting for i'm waiting for somebody to accurately name it because day by day it changes yeah so, i'm just good, i'm just here luck. man just yeah. here for the ride that's right what do you got going on oh me man not a whole lot dude i'm actually as we're speaking here since we were just kind of talking about the kids um of the presidents i have a list pulled up here barbara pierce bush is pretty hot i will say i'm looking through these i'll share these with you guys in share it share it sure are we looking then or now i i think i mean i don't i don't i don't know how they would look then or now i'm saying but yeah, no, uh, yeah, we'll see. This is just off Wikipedia, and the sleeper is the the Biden daughter. She's not bad at all. Yeah, Barbara Pierce. Is that Look the at one that. that Joe molested? I think so. Oh, but, dude, oh, she will suck your got dick those through crazy your eyes. Yeah, yeah. But she, she she's definitely going to try and stab you at one point, though. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. But uh, you know that's the best kind. And then you can't really see. <laughs> Much about uh old Jenna Bush Hagar. I've Hager. seen enough for her to know. That's an instant no. <laughs> yeah, there's just something about saying like, "Hey, we're gonna go hang out with the Bush girls tonight." You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I like hear that. that. Yeah, like cool. We what, what war crimes are we committing? <laughs> oh boy, it looks Ooh. like Brian Erlacher in a wig. Dorothy yeah. Dorothy Bush Coke. I guess she's married to the Coke. I think Ooh. that's cock. Cock. Yeah, it's pronounced. <laughs> cock that's her uh, <laughs> pronoun there's not unfortunately pictures of all of them <laughs> why do all the bushes look retarded though well uh, like in, in pictures look at that guy oh wow that's ron reagan's kid yeah it's missing his mess. chin yeah ran off and forgot his chin hey then that's not too shabby either nah, i think no, i've seen that in adult film before no yeah. that looks that looks like the stock photo you get in a picture frame from the store <laughs> yeah yeah right off camera is a big old wiener 
<laughs> she's just looking up anticipating somebody's somebody's got a hand on her shoulder yeah oh man he's adopted okay okay, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah i mean so yeah michael reagan marine elizabeth reagan um she's hey. like huge uh, murder she wrote fan <laughs> and so i don't know if this i don't know if this is true but this patricia this is kind of wild that that her name actually is on here um patricia and i'm not kidding it sounds like i'm joking and this might have been just like some scheme that the uh, used car salesman was telling me but supposedly and the name does show up on the previous title owner of my little uh i, I got a ford escape and this bitch was supposedly the fucking previous owner what it's wild dude yeah really? <laughs> and like her her name shows up there and either these guys did some research and like fucking pulled one out of the hat and they're like, oh, these are the same name. Yeah. So, you know, but like they showed us like that she paid out of the Reagan trust oh, for wow. the for because she got a Cadillac Escalade. Um, so I don't know, dude, like I, I'm hoping that the car is not bugged or something or it fucking you might want to run a road. black light through that. Thing yeah, just to be sure. there's there's at least a Kia Coke somewhere in that car that you. Don't yeah, know. no shit. She <laughs> forgot. Don't, don't drive across the border in that thing. I won't. But yeah, no, that's that's it's a not good mine. Point. It's Reagan's daughter's car. No shit. <laughs> Heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy though? There's like some fucking like a, a human leg somewhere in the fucking floorboard or something. Just a case of adrenochrome somewhere. <laughs> Where'd you get this? Yeah. Uh, Reagan's daughter. Yeah, the Reagans. I swear. Checks out. <laughs> Checks out. You're free to go. <laughs> Anything new with you over there, though, Matt? No one ever asks you, buddy. No, no. one asks you. It's your well, show, so I, I'm the host, man. I, I don't. I'm not important. It's all about the guests. No, Could, I mean, I, I'm actually I'm moving this week, so it's chaotic. I'm, oh, glad no. I get, I, I'm getting this in. This is the last podcast I'll get in in my apartment, and I'm trying to move back and forth, and uh, it's it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, moving, moving moving in general is, is difficult, but th- now I'm moving. I'm moving into a, a fully furnished rental house nice very little storage and i'm like dude i don't want to get a storage unit for like two or three things so i'm trying to like uh tetris it so i can pack (laughs) everything as tight as possible Mm. right yeah (laughs) moving is a tool of satan yeah it's oh it's always a nightmare no matter what Mm-hmm. yeah and it's one of those things where when you think you're done you're not done because there's still like four <laughs> or five more things you got to do and right it's always one or two bills i always miss to change the address and the, for some reason that's the one the post yeah. office never forwards so i get bang yeah. there yeah it's always something like that to keep but the it's, traps it's, man yeah but it's nice man We're, i'm going uh, i got a house like five miles up the road i'm renting and it's in the middle of like reserve area nice oh it's beautiful up there i got a i got a a sugar shack like 100 yards from my backyard so heading into fall time it's going to be great up there so awesome looking forward to it man so it's fully furnished you said yeah dude you know i went into a store today and this is one of my like little uh more gay habits have you guys (laughs) been inside of a home goods yeah dude dude fantastic Oh, dude, I love every time I go in there, I'm like inspired to try and like make my house look nice. Oh, dude. it's yeah. such a beautiful <laughs> store, dude. And dude, things that's... are pretty cheap in there, but there's just such cool shit. My a dog, shit. I gave her the snake vaccine, the rattlesnake vaccine, and she got all weird. And now she she didn't want to bend over. And now she's totally fine after I buy this damn thing. But I bought one of those things that lifts the bowls up. Oh, yeah. You know? And um, 
dude, just walking in there, like you can get lost. They have such cool shit in there. And it's just like, it's mostly shit that chicks would buy, but it's cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same feel at like uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. And for some reason, the container store. <laughs> I don't know. Container if store. Dude, it's just like all kinds of different Tupperware for whatever you could do for your fucking screws, nuts and bolts, light bulbs, food, whatever. You can spend like an afternoon in there. Yeah. I like how you try and make it super masculine. Your screws and your, your tools. tools. Yeah. Fucking, you fucking put bullets and beer and semen in this one. And <laughs> all, the, all your condoms and shit. Yeah. yeah for, all the, only, for all the women, you know. Yeah. This only fits Magnum. So, you know. <laughs> I got That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Just those little, those little fucking women's stores are awesome, dude. So much shit, dude. See, yeah. I am the, I am not the decorating type. So I that's probably one of the last places you would catch me in. Dude, but you you might like it when you go in there, man, because they have like cool marble tables and they're cheap. Like I actually saw this really cool piece. It was like a fucking skull with crystals coming out of the top of the head. And I don't like that shit, but I was like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. There's just something about it. Well, maybe it's like how they have it set up or something, but just cool shit. Right. And then you bring it home and it just doesn't look the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no big breasted clerk handing this to me. Right? So it's not as fun. But yeah you could spend some time in there yeah <laughs> it's crazy you never been to one matt they must not have them up there no they have them my ex used to go to it all the time i mean my my whole old house was full of home goods <laughs> and uh i guess Kohl's would be the other one they, they were right right next to each other oh, okay yeah so two for one there it's a go. ross company owned by ross and tj maxx and all that shit <laughs> boy what a weird show huh this is starting off weird <laughs> presidential children and home goods we're off to a bang and start here there's yeah, the title man. there's the title <laughs> well on maybe on more of a, a, a note that's like on par with the show did you hear that uh the cps lady um saying to the girl it's like a 14 year old girl that she should start prostitution and now there's a class action lawsuit going on against cps what yeah dude this this shit just started cracking today today being the 15th we had what state is this um i'm not sure i was gonna see if i could find something really quick on it yeah we had one up here rye in uh well not in connecticut where uh they call them dcf up here department Mm -hmm. of children and families or whatever she got uh arrested for aiding and abetting a known uh child sex trafficker Wow. Wow. Not CPS. Yeah, yeah no. They look out for the kids, right? Yeah, I hope that yeah. shit gets disbanded, man. And then that's like a first domino in line to fall. But I just don't want to hear the QAnon people being like, the storm's upon us, dude. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're still winning. Yeah. The white hats are in control. That, oh, dude. Dude, it, I don't no, think about, anybody's about in that control the right raid, now. The raid, they said it was all part of the plan. He's all crap and they fell into it. Like, how many times we got to hear this shit? Well, here's the thing, man. I think (laughs) I said this on, on, uh, my boy, maybe one of the last shows that we did. I I truly honestly believe we do not have an acting government right now. I really don't think we do. Like, on TV, we do, on social media, we do. The media companies talk about it, but it just doesn't seem like we have a government. Like, uh, I'm with you. Like, Japan just said, yeah, we're done. We don't have a government. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck is that about, dude? We quit. (laughs) Well, so that was actually part of a plan, um, honestly, and this is not like a QAnon plan, but they had this scheduled. 
the uh, Japan had that scheduled too, because uh, Ghost and I, um, he does a, a conspiracy in the news show. And he releases it every Friday, I believe. And um, we'll just kind of go through the internet. I do zero preparation for the show, and we just do a little bit of like, you know, scanning the internet, see what we come across. Right. And Japan had planned for this to go on in September, but for whatever reason, they just jumped it forward uh, a month. Hmm. Fucking so random. What, what is it planned for? Um, oh, by the way, this went on in my home state of Arizona. So this is down the street, the CPS oh, scandal. Wow. Uh, what was the plan for, you said? The, yeah, for Japan, like, saying we quit. I guess rebranding the government. You know, uh, oh. I don't know. I guess their 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 uh, approval rate was, like, about 50%. The timing and, um, is impeccable right after sure. Abe, you know, Abe got assassinated. You know, right. it's just like, yeah, it, it's, and I'm with you, big country, because I... I don't know. They keep throwing out all these monopoly money numbers, right? Yeah. That they're just keep passing these, you know, bills and signing this, signing that. And it's like, it doesn't seem real. It seems like it's Dude. all just for show and they're just trying to get a reaction out of people and that it's all bullshit. And they're just playing games with us. Cause you look at the gas prices and now they're all going down and, you know, and, and Biden before was saying, you know, I, I can't take, I can't take the blame for gas prices going up, but I'll take credit for it going down. Yeah. And it's, it's like, what? It's like a clown world though. You know, yeah. the whole narrative of um, the Wu flu is falling apart because the CDC just came out and said, you know, it doesn't matter if you got the jab or didn't, you're, you have to deal with it the same way. Yeah. And that, you know, <laughs> the, we're, we're going to go back to, you know, people should really decide for themselves what they need to do if they're sick or not. And mm -hmm. it's a novel concept for sure. <laughs> and then I just got an email from my kid's school today that they're not going to do the uh, government funded uh, testing, daily testing or weekly testing that they were doing man uh, to people that wanted to be tested and i'm like right so it's just like just like that <laughs> literally yeah. it was a flick of a wand and it was over gone for them you now know it's gone yeah we're just gonna yeah. we have to forget about it and you know but my, my thing is i'm pissed because i still can't go into my job i'm yeah. still banned from the building because i well, didn't get it exactly i believe in yeah. arizona so the healthcare workers there just settled a class action lawsuit with um the state-run medical facilities for i want to say it was 10 million dollars or something like that and it was over 500 employees nice. so they'll be splitting that up i mean you know who knows how much the lawyers are getting and stuff like that but at least they'll get compensated for it and i think that that's kind of a uh you know a lead in the right direction because it's going to trickle down to all these other places where all these other employees not just healthcare workers but employees in general who've been shit on because they don't want to test weekly or they don't want to get vaccinated. So, yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. seems like it's all a big show, right? I mean, like you were saying, uh, Matt, they just come up with these arbitrary numbers. We're given uh, X trillion zillion dollars to this person and a bazillion dollars to this person. And it fucking, you know, they, they want to talk about, uh, you know, the, the national debt, which will never be paid off. And if it were yeah. ever paid off, it would mean that there's no more money in circulation. And we could have paid it off under Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just it just doesn't seem like anything makes sense. Like every press conference Biden does, he's in front of a green screen. He's not at the White House. I don't How about know the who's... press secretary. She's a piece of work. She oh. can't answer anything. She doesn't answer no. any questions. And she, she just told us that 
There's no inflation in July. There's no inflation. Um, no and, recession. Yeah, there's no recession, even though there's been two quarters of negative GDP growth. Yeah. And, which is literally the definition of. <laughs> and she's basically like, well, not here. And then like days go by and they're talking about how the definition of definition is fluid and can mean multiple things. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's cool when there's no fluid. Yeah, it's cool when there's no facts. You yeah, know? you just say shit and people eat it up. And it, it, it fucking blows my mind like how many just smooth brain people there are who will listen to this bitch or read, you know, the headline of an article. And then that's what's what's really happening in the world. Yeah, you know, they're, they're convinced like like when people are saying, I'll gladly pay three dollars more extra at the pump just to save the brain. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? And or that's another of... one that died. Right. You don't oh, hear yeah. much about that anymore, even though they're still fighting, supposedly. I mean, yeah, we've given all of our money over there now. <laughs> yeah, we so went, that's, what, we now that, that's done. You know, with the. With the lady, what's her name? The the black uh, lady, the press secretary. She's a fucking human muppet. Ah, uh, she's got the French <laughs> French name. Because uh... I feel like she's she's put there, obviously, and this is kind of like a no shit kind of thing. But she's put there to create more division, mm -hmm. and I also kind of think that she's put there to, um, as weird as it sounds, make black people kind of look unprofessional. And mm. stupid, it, it, you know. I don't mean to say sure. that to sound. No, that's their tactic. That's that's yeah. their that's they've their always tactic, done. Sure, that. yeah. Like well, I mean, like I mean, like, they told you that black people don't know how to use the internet and they yeah. can't get IDs, so voting laws are racist. And then you go into a black neighborhood and they're asking people, "Do you, do you have an ID?" Fuck yeah, I got ID. You, yeah. everybody has to have an ID. You know what I mean? So they they, they honestly they, don't really care too much about voting. Like they're kind of doing their own shit, and and they've been kept down. Mm -hmm. So they don't really like you look too much into politics. They worry yeah. about like real life shit. But yeah. like with her, you know, she comes in and, and she looks very, very unprofessional, not just the way that she speaks, but the way she presents herself. Mm -hmm. And and I again, like it's such a sensitive thing because like I know that there's been a lot of really horrible things that people have said about like black people's hair in the past. Right. Mm -hmm. But her hair looks like shit every day. Mm -hmm. Like and I understand that this is kind of like their natural hair and shit. Yeah, no, no, We're no, on no. A comb Look, through listen, it, you know? listen, I growing up in a black family. I could tell you right now, there's a big difference between unkept natural hair and well-kept natural hair. And that is just not well-kept. Yeah. You know it's what I fucking mean? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the way my beard looks right now, I wouldn't fucking be on TV every night. You know what I mean? And <laughs> but but like you said, that's intentional. They tell yeah. her, yeah, no, you look great. Go on. Get out there. Kick ass, yes, queen. Get it. And then and then yeah, they're, exactly. asking her, they're asking her questions, you know, and. I don't I don't have that right now. I don't have that right now. <laughs> well, and dude, I've I've dated uh two black girls for and one for quite a long time. And she, yeah. she a lot of shit went into keeping her hair looking like dude good, right? Yeah, it's a marathon. And, and she yeah, and she actually would straighten it and shit. And I understand, like, yeah, like the whole positivity and making like the most diverse cabinet in the world because that's what's fucking important. <laughs> you know, it, it's just very interesting to me, and it's sad, and and I know that it sounds horrible to say, but I just think that there's some truth in there because they put these people with Trump. They had a a, a pretty little skinny white girl up there, right? Mm -hmm. She was hot. And she was very hot. She she could use a cheeseburger or two, a little skinny yeah. for me. Yeah. And then um, they put peppermint patty in to start Biden's regime. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get you a know? good. Got to get a good fight in, you know. She's got to eat a little bit more. Sure. Yeah, they went from fucking Colonel Sanders' daughter Huckabee Sanders to uh <laughs> to this ten. 
but yeah, no, it's it's interesting just the way that they use that because that at the end of the day, that is you know the the people's closest contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know these these media personalities communicating with her who supposedly speaks for the leader of the free world. It's a very <laughs> important position, and this bitch is just not rising to the task at all. It's it's but it fits well, yeah. with the government. It, even fits. the optics, Ryan. You're right because remember when. Um whatever Kaylee or whatever her name was, she came to the podium with a thick ass binder and Book you could tell that all. she knew what was in there. And, mm-hmm. and if there was a question, she could go to that page instantly and pull it up. This, this chick goes up there with nothing and knows like a nothing. sticky notepad. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I noticed about that. Cause I was thinking the same thing. You know, she had the, the binder with the bookmarks they are all color coded and shit. Everything was super well organized. Well, same with Jen Paskey up until now, they'll just flip through it randomly and, and still not answer the fucking question. And mm. I, I think they thought like, oh, if I have that big notebook like she had, then people are going to think this is where my answers are. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they'll just keep flipping back. But from Jim Paskey, we got, oh, well, I'll circle back. Now we get, I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, why are you wasting the time and energy to carry this fucking 12 inch thick binder with you with no yeah. answers? In it, yeah. Know? What was the purpose of even calling the meeting? Yeah. Well, the standards dropping is what it is. I mean, you go from someone that's incredibly prepared mm-hmm. to yeah. someone oh, yeah. that, that's this willing asshole. to go back well, to it. That's like this fucking guy. Okay. <laughs> Play it. As soon as the act goes into uh, effect, I hope that all of the provisions will begin to work. I am. Uh, I, I know that those who've been blaming President Biden for the inflation going up are now giving President Biden all the credit for inflation going down. So we're moving <laughs> things in the right direction already. Yeah, and what parts Ooh. of Brazil do you think will will quickly work on that specifically? The, the, uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even fucking give us an example of how it will lower inflation at all, and that's because he, he didn't read it. No, they have no clue. They just voted. And it, that's your uh, Democratic rep, Jamie Raskin, by the way. <laughs> fucking yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Tell that guy to comb his hair. Jesus Christ, yeah, you're on fucking t- TV, asshole. Totally missed the whole backside of that head, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, so don't you think that's probably part of it? I mean, this kind of started with Bernie Sanders a little bit, right? Like, yeah. In modern times, he never combed his hair. Kind of a crazy yeah. asshole. Always and, running um, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and, and on and, the and other side, there's guys like this, dude. I th- have you guys heard this guy in Australia? Mm-hmm. His name's mm-hmm. Alex. Uh, what's his name? Alex Antic. It's a weird. I thought it was a gimmick at first, but he's an actual senator in uh, in Australia, and he just he did one where he ripped the World Economic Forum, and this one kind of just rips everything that's gone nice. on in the last year and a half he, he's he's a legend over the past two and a half years australians have witnessed the rise of the unelected and unaccountable bureaucrat we've witnessed the power these people now have over our lives during this time expert health officials incessantly pushed for lockdowns for mandates and other nonsensical restrictions restrictions which have proven to be both moral and medical failures doctors with concerns about the response to covid found that nameless and faceless figures from the Australian Health Practitioners Regulatory Agency, APRA, would suspend their licence to practise medicine if they contradicted the bureaucracy's narratives, even in private, thus dismantling the doctor-patient confidentiality relationship and the idea of trusting your doctor's personal expertise rather than bureaucratic edicts. Incomprehensible rules and pointless procedures are the bread and butter of bureaucracies. In fact, the word bureaucracy itself means literally ruled by desk, which is fitting, as very often 
these rules are made quite distant from those whose lives their decisions affect. Over the decades, parliaments have passed more and more laws and more and more regulations. We've hired more and more public servants, therefore, in order to ensure that those uh, administrative matters are taken into account. These departments were created to fix problems, but they are concerned with justifying their internal processes rather than delivering measurable outcomes. The system has hidden behind experts, telling us to blindly trust the science and refrain from asking questions using basic logic. Anyone who's been paying even the slightest amount of attention can see that many of the so-called experts have been wrong on virtually every point in the last two years, from lockdowns to the injections being safe and effective. Bureaucrats like to keep the fear alive to solidify their own importance and therefore their own funding. And if there's one word I never want to hear again, it's modelling. When was the last model that was proven in hindsight to be accurate? It's not just the COVID experience which bells the cat on the rise of big government. One only has to look at the intrusions by government into our lives in areas like the climate, the surveillance state and the rise of the quasi-state operatives. The apparatchiks of the big government ethos in universities, in schools and woke, the, the woke corporate sector and its insidious ESG agenda. Politicians must stop simply enforcing the whims of bureaucrats and the so-called experts. We exist to serve you, the Australian people, not to control your lives. There's an old biblical teaching which states, the greatest among you shall be your servant. This is the basis for the Western ethos of political leadership. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a bureaucracy which is sincerely and genuinely concerned about people. Always question everything. Always look for ulterior motives. Why have they allowed Australians to be vilified? Why have they allowed Australians to be thrown out of jobs and discriminated against? Because they care so much about our safety? Or is it something else, something more sinister? Nobody should ever take the risk on the promise of being granted their freedom back. This is the stuff of tyrannical authoritarianism. And I hope Australian politics realises that Australians have had enough of having their lives run by people far removed from them. This is Australia, not the People's Republic of China. We should be governed by the lowest and least centralised level of authority as possible to preserve our basic freedoms, including freedom of movement, speech and choice. It's time we scaled back the power of these bureaucracies and it's time that politicians who say they love this country to go out and prove it. It's time we drain the billabong. Drain that billabong. <laughs> Damn. It's well said, but what an unfortunate last name, huh? And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I thought it was a gimmick at first. I'm like, oh shit, this guy's this guy's bullshit, you know? Right. It might be still, you know. And I you was like, know. oh man. But he's yeah. legit. No, I mean he's a legit politician. So I mean, oh no, I'm saying it could be like a you know deep state, you know, gimmick. It could be something where it's like this guy's put up because he he said a lot of great things that you want to hear. But it, I didn't really hear any policy or anything. It's just kind of like more of that talking, getting up there and telling people, uh, yeah. you know, rising them up, or, yeah. or trying to rise them up. And what did he say? Freedom of choice, freedom of movement and freedom of something else. He didn't say speech. freedom of work. Oh, OK. Speech. Yeah. Freedom to work. Um, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I like what he said, though. It's very yeah. you know, compelling. Yeah. But, but it, you're right. It, it could very well be, you know, like when Dan Crenshaw was campaigning. Yeah, you know, and then we saw how that turned out. So yeah, look at him now. <laughs> He's high five democratic buddies. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you know, it's, I it's with Dan, especially with Dan and Crenshaw, man. Like, because it's a guy you want to like, right? He's a veteran. He's a Navy SEAL. He stands for the Second Amendment, and then he just flips one eighty and takes a shit on it. Yeah, 
and then recommends all these lockdowns and things like that. And then hides the fact that he was part of the young global leaders. Um, and he's trying to say, people are saying that I was part of the, um, the WEF. Um, and that's not true. Well, nobody's actually saying that they were saying that you're part of the young global leaders, just like, yeah. uh, Tulsi Gabbard was too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, my thing with him is like, you know, thank you for your service, but go fuck yourself for yeah. shitting on all of us, you know, yep. all yeah, of us you- peons is how you view it. Move on, move yeah. on. We're done yeah. with you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say this too. Um, I know we were talking earlier about the idea of not having a government right now. It would seem that way. And then you're seeing this in other countries. But but even with when when um, uh, our drunk aunt went to fucking Taiwan, right? And then China, and I know they've had problems for a long time, right? But China's like, you better not. We're putting ships over there. We're yeah. we got stuff on the beach. You better not. Don't do it. She yeah. went there, came back, and nothing happened. If China no. wanted to invade Taiwan, they would have fucking done it already a long time ago, especially with how weak our military is right now. Yeah, I but it was I, just all for a rise. Yeah, but I, I also feel like China China is extremely weak right now as well. Yeah. You won't see it reported in the news, you know, but they're making runs on banks. They got fucking tanks in front of banks so people can't enter them. They're telling people turn around, go the fuck home. They're literally still terrified of COVID over there. I just watched a video of someone who scanned their little passport thing and it popped up as like the test was inconclusive. It wasn't negative or positive, just said like it couldn't read it. And everyone flipped out and started fucking stampeding out of the building because they thought this guy was infected. And I'm sure it wasn't because they thought they would get infected, but it was because if they know that they were around someone that was exposed, yep. the state will come and lock them down. Well, did you hear that they had mandatory five a five or five thirty a.m. tests where they wow. you would have to go and report to the center, and everybody in the neighborhood had to go get tested. It was mandatory. Yeah, and you know if you didn't, you're fucked. You're on the list. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. go to camp. Yep. See, I really wonder if that is actually for them being terrified of the virus or if that's just their government using that as as a a a deeper stranglehold on their on their people on their oh that's definitely the reason why i don't think yeah i don't think they're terrified of the government i think they're terrified of what the government will do if they don't comply with this right right i don't think it's about the virus at all no 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 no. they don't have enough number you know it doesn't seem like they have the number it's a lot like here you know you have a lot of people that talk but how many people are going to do something you Mm -hmm. know and they just you know that i'm sure they have people that want to push back but not enough to push back against the government yeah yeah i think it's the same thing that that uh that just recently came out with uh the biden administration you know wanting to hire eighty four thousand irs agents mm-hmm. to do what to, you're gonna hire people off the street give them guns be ready for violence and tell them to go door to door they know that's not gonna work no yeah that they was know the, it's but see work. that's the same fear porn they threw out there with the jab right mm-hmm. that they were gonna if you didn't get it they were gonna come door to door and mm-hmm. you know you're gonna go to a camp until you got it and yeah I, I, you know, and that and everybody was adding on with the FBI, all oh, that they bought, you know, I don't know, a couple million dollars worth of ammo. Well, yeah. no shit. They have to train too, right? Yeah, yeah. And if there's a shortage of ammo, they're going to want to make sure they have their ass covered so right. they have ammo. So, like, everybody's raising all these red flags about it. But yeah, I mean, I can see it being an issue under this new, um, 
you know, with this new inflation reduction act or whatever, because <laughs> that's going to tax the shit out of everyone. Yeah. And people are going to try and start dodging here and there. And they're just going to want to, they're going to milk us for every penny. So I think that's more, it's going to be more on the enforcement side. You know, I think. So what do you do with that though? Like you personally, like any of you guys, you know, what do you do if the IRS comes to your house and says you didn't pay enough of your fucking taxes when the tax dollars that you have paid already are not being used in shit that you believe in? Exactly. Right? See, like, and that, you better exactly. get a good lawyer because otherwise you're fucked. Yeah, but, I mean, but the but yeah. it, I, like I understand, I understand what Ryan's saying. He's you know because how 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 would they even enforce that realistically? Because listen, if you owe on your taxes, they'll just garnish your wages. They will literally reach into an active bank account and take their fucking money. They've, right. they they've done it since the IRS IRS has been able to. You know what I mean? So, what is an armed agent going to do? Is he going to show up and put a gun to my head and take my wallet? Yeah, you know make what I mean? go to the ATM and make yeah, it withdrawal? like yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I don't get. You know what well, I mean? Well, so then what like, can you do if an armed IRS agent comes to your house and points a gun at your head and tries to take your wallet? Can't you fucking shoot them? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have a warrant. Sorry, you're dead. I would, or you could also <laughs> do what that old boy did with the ATF agent. Call the cops yeah. and be like, "There's someone impersonating an IRS agent. I yep. fear for my life. He has yeah. a gun. I got a kid in the house. What do I do? I'm. I, I will defend myself." They yeah. showed up and tased that motherfucker. They fucking sure yeah. did, dude. And yeah. and you know, you see how fast the script switched with that dude, right? I'm a federal agent. You have no idea who you're fucking with, too. I, I have heart problems. My wife's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this. So oh, when does the real God. when does the real problem come then? Like uh I think it was you, Matt, that said, you know, um, it's real similar to like the whole enforcement of the COVID stuff going door to door. All this stuff does sure seem to be fake. I agree with that. Yeah. But do you think it's conditioning so that even like the most hardened conspiracy theorist type people are like, Oh, this is fake. This is fake. This is fake. And then one day they pull the rug out from under us and there is actually something that's serious. And there's actual like, like real world consequences enacted in like real time. And there's there's problems to it. I don't know. I mean, it seems like well, it's there close. are there are real world consequences if you don't pay your taxes, right? And and I think that's all they're. And first of all, I don't think they're hiring eighty thousand. I mean, they may have it out there for that, but they're not hiring that many people. That's yeah. that's insanity. Too, too many packed lunches. Yeah. At that well, point. Yeah, like, dude, McDonald's uh, can't fill a, a lot fucking, of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah you Mc, can't McDonald's get McDonald's can't fill a shift. That's what I was gonna say. You can't get people to to work in my local market down here. Yeah. How are you gonna get people to work for the I? And they want you to work in minimum fifty hours a week in all this shit. And like people the pay like, range is that. Dude, the pay range is weak too. They're like it's, competitive pay. Uh, yeah, competitive. We're just, we're you're, just you're, above. You start. The... You could start at like fifty three grand a year, right? To I want to say it was like sixty, like high 60, 67, 68, something like that. But it, to be in law enforcement and make that that little money for working for the federal government is not worth it. You're yeah. gonna show up and knock on someone's door because they've been mowed their buddy $625 and they didn't fucking claim it. You know what I mean? Yep. With the chance of getting shot at. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not worth yeah. asinine. Like I'm not buying any of this, any of yeah. that, any talk of door to door is laughable at mm -hmm. best because then they don't have the resources to do it. They don't have the willpower to do it. It's, it's not plausible. Right. Yeah. But you, you know, what wouldn't surprise me in the long run though, is if they go, 
okay, well, we hired this many people to, to, you know, monitor COVID um, and they work for FEMA. And then you have this many people that we've hired to work for the IRS. Then you have this many people who are, you know what I mean? At a certain point, they could be like, well, we're just going to combine this one group. That's going to be our national, you know, police service. And they just start stormtrooping through the streets. And I think a lot of it too, you, you just mentioned it right there. I think a lot of it's to go after COVID fraud. Mm. I think they got their ass handed to them during oh, this yeah. whole thing. And, and they got ripped off by so many people that they want their money back. That's you a know? Great point. Yeah, I, I bet I think, you do, sweet cheeks. I bet yeah, you well, do. How many stories were we seeing of people buying Lamborghinis and shit mm-hmm. with PPE loans? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. People were getting millions off those PPEs. Yeah. Like, that's i always thought that that was like the funniest charge that could be brought against a citizen they're like the charge against you is defrauding the united states government i'm like yeah isn't that your fault yeah, yeah like you you're one to talk about fraud yeah shouldn't have been taxing us to begin with so technically that's our money you know <laughs> let me let me uh float this thing out here to you guys because um you know, there's been a, a huge influx of like illegal immigration and, and all that shit mm-hmm. um, in New York City, <laughs> all over the place, dude. I, I'm kind of going back more to the IRS thing. Um, there's this executive order 11310. And um, this is part of like the whole FEMA. Like if there was some martial law shit going down, yeah. this is one of these. And um, as far as like, you know, no one will want to work for the IRS and do this dangerous job. This this uh, 11310. Grants authority to the Department of Justice to enforce the plans set out in executive orders to institute industrial support to establish judicial and legislative liaison to control all aliens, Hmm. illegal immigrants, right, to operate penal and correctional institutions and to advise and assist the president. So this is basically saying that this is making it so that the president and the judicial and the, the legislative branches can make people work certain jobs, right? <laughs> That's what that is. So maybe there's your 87,000 of the toughest, strongest, you know, working <laughs> aged men that are, that are flooded in here illegally and they become your IRS agents, right? You're talking about like, like Pisces going door to door. Like sure. you me, you, you didn't pay your taxes. I, hmm. I need your wallet. Neither hey, did you. Sounds- yeah. You're on the ground. <laughs> Citizens neither, arrest. Neither did you. You don't, you don't think that there's like a handful of those people out of the millions of people that have been coming over here? Uh, uh, there's 87,000 men that can speak good English? Yeah, probably. They can make yeah. are they gonna Are they going to be qualified to be an IRS agent, though? Dude, uh, what, what does that take? Do you think that that's like a, a, a noble job? I'm sure that any no, one of us no. has a better job than that. So, yeah, I think so. Dude, you, know? you could be the guy that cleans up the cum after a, a porno is still a more <laughs> noble job than working for the IRS. Exactly. It's right down there with the ATF. So, yeah, yeah I think yeah. that anyone can work these jobs. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I didn't think about that. That's a that's a pretty good point. You know what I mean? But um, especially with the idea that they're allowing, you know, they're, they've opened the border. And now there's talks of them closing up sections of the border, which according to them is a mess that the previous administration left behind, which is funny because every time we try to get it built, they were like, Nope, Nope, Nope. But you know, if they were like, I I'm not sure if I'm on board with that completely because the bus loads that are getting shipped to DC, like they're freaking out about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, ew, ew, they're here. 
You know what I mean? And, I also think that's mm-hmm. kind of a hard sell too, to be like, like a, a federal agent shows up and then they all scatter because they're like, fuck, I'm going to get deported. And they're yeah, like, no, 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 but, no, no, but no, we're trying to get you to work for us. It only takes one though. And if they say, hey, you do this, you're helping your new country. You get citizenship. Yeah. We won't family over you. here. Do yeah. you, uh, if you guys want me to, I can read through these. I can screen share and you, we can comment on all this stuff. I mean, there's some interesting executive orders and they're all pretty short like that. That was actually a longer one. Yeah. Do you want to look at that, Matt? Let's oh, I caught a say. mid drink. I caught <laughs> Why not, man? Have at okay. it. So, I mean, check this out. So I, we did talk about this ghost and I talked about this, but I think that it's pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, uh, so the first one, Executive 10990. Now, which ones are these from Biden? No, no, no. These are over the years. I'm sure Trump probably okay, signed one or two last? of these. Go, go down, go down. <laughs> I'm having down. an aneurysm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I was go trying to scroll up to the top. Go up a little bit, just, uh, just above this. Yeah. Uh, executive orders associated with FEMA, which suspend the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's martial law. These executive orders have been on record for nearly 30 years. Um, so this is dating back to probably Reagan, maybe before that, because you got to no, think with Bush. Well, yeah, oh, 30 I mean, years ago think... to me, is still the 70s. So I know, dude, I was going to say, you got to remember 30 years ago is really like the 90s now. It was literally Fucking... the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's fucked up. So, um, yeah, this is probably dating back to Reagan with like Rex 84 um all those you know project uh what's that garden plot right garden plot yeah uh yeah so you have all those things that are kind of going back then but so i'm scrolling up real quick no one have, no one sees out <laughs> this is a uh, it, it it goes through those those executive orders and then it lists all of your you know over 1000 fema concentration camps alleged locations who's to know oh, this is fear porn already well nowhere to run nowhere, nowhere to hide i mean where's <laughs> where's the walmart camps that's what I'm no saying. Where to run? So I'm not saying that the that the locations are accurate, but when you look at the locations, they do make sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're mostly like you know prisons, and uh, they're not WalMarts. You know, they're they're actual like prisons and and uh, military bases and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control highways and seaports. They've had logical. that forever. That's nothing new. Yeah, but but they're pushing pushing electric vehicles, and literally, you know, if, I mean, they do it with Tesla already. You know, a Tesla will impound itself and drive it to oh, know, the closest. Yeah. Well, if you're, not, there, if you're not paying your that, bills, and so I mean, you you move into electric vehicles, even if it's a hybrid, they can connect it to you know its own little network and shut down a vehicle anytime they want. Uh, they've been doing that with OnStar and, and services like that for a long time. Yeah. Well, what this would do too, this is more for like national emergencies and shit. What, what right. that allows them to do is like shut down airplanes like they did mm-hmm. on 9-11. Yeah. It allows them to shut down the highways. And, you know, being the, the reason why the highways were created the way they were is that in the time of emergency, they could be used as Land runways. Plane. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I think that was that's, with Eisenhower, right? Yeah. Going back then? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They um, changed everything and they based it off the German Autobahn because that's what that had on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Me and like I said, me and Ghost went through this on his show. It's it's just fascinating stuff. Executive order uh 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communication media, implying they don't already. I was gonna say they already do. <laughs> well, oh, this fuck. would be for like you know, controlling the actual yeah, those emergency broadcast bullshit, yeah. you know, those warnings you get. <coughs> 
10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, and fuels and minerals. Are, are you sure this isn't just like a short synopsis of what the Ukrainian government did? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain they did all of this. <laughs> well, yeah, and as you as we keep going down, you'll probably see more of this, dude. It's uh, it's very interesting. And if if this if this is fake, I mean, these are real executive orders. I've kind of looked at them a little bit. I don't know if they are meant necessarily for. I mean, because there could be a legitimate crisis at some point. Let's just give the benefit. Well, of the interesting here. this is where it gets interesting, Ryan, is the ten nine nine eight because <coughs> that's the one where they can Read take it. over your shit. Yeah, it says allows the government to seize all means of transportation, right? Like we mentioned before, mm-hmm. including though personal cars, trucks, and vehicles of mm-hmm. any kind, and also total control over the highways, seaports, and waterways. Wow. Well, if you That's expand on that though, shit. but but think about it this way too. I don't know if you guys have have uh, listened to any of our more recent episodes where we talked to some guys that were more or less experts on the um, straw man and the birth certificate and stuff like that well technically even if you own your car it's not yours yeah right it and or if you own your home you're just a tenant there yeah so you never actually own anything and this just expands that a little bit more to say i think also to keep the guys up of saying well yeah you do own stuff but we know that you really don't and they say, well, we just in, enacted executive order 1099A. Now, because of that, we can take your shit. I mean, if you don't fuck it, if you file bankruptcy, they take one of everything and you can keep this, keep that. You know, if you don't pay this, they'll take that. You know, I mean, we don't actually own fucking anything. I think mm-hmm. I, I think when you're paying mortgage and stuff, you don't own it. But after you've paid that off that I mean, dude, good fucking luck trying to take a house after I paid that off for 30 fucking years. You know what I mean? I understand. Uh, and then like a car, same principle, right? I just got my title for my car, my truck that I was paying off. As far as I'm concerned, dude, no one's taking that from me. I don't care what, yeah. what, what goes down. That is right. my fucking truck. You know, right. I'm not um, saying, I, I'm not saying that, that, that anybody should just willy nilly be like, Oh, you're taking it. Okay. I guess so. You yeah, know what I mean? They believe that though, pulls right? to the yeah. left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out that yeah mine has a fucking, in my trunk. Yeah. There's some booze back there. Um, <laughs> What did you just do? 1098? 10, 10, yeah. yeah. The food. So uh, 10999 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. That's kind of going on right now, too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, as you go through this, it seems like not only Ukraine has done this, right? But it seems like this is kind of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. When you see these all here, um, you know, listed like this, it seems like this will all hit at once. I kind of think that this is kind of going on right now with Bill Gates, who, I mean, he's part of the government. Let's be real. He is buying up farmland. Um, food resources are being controlled. The FDA, all they need to do is say, like, dude, like this, this batch, this type of bean now, is no good, right? Hey, have you looked at the whole order? Because now I'm realizing this is just his summary of the order. Yeah, yeah, these are right? his summaries. No, I haven't yeah. read the whole things. Because, yeah. I mean... This is it's kind of a slanted take on it. And, you know, it's he's given it very broad powers when I'm sure it's not worded this, you know. Well, mm-hmm. let's see. Um, I'll type in executive. Go to 10998. I want to see that one where they can take our cars and. 10998. Um, assigning emergency. 
It it's really when... it's it's a it's got to be hard because this then you got to fucking Kennedy. Also yeah. think too like pretty long. Holy who's shit. gonna who's gonna go take your car right? And mm-hmm. are you willing to to fight for it? Because you know it comes down to the IRS thing. Like coming, what do you mean you're gonna come into my house with a gun and I give you my wallet? Same thing with the car, right? And who's gonna be going into a firefight in the middle of a street over Ford Fiesta? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this that that article's bullshit, Ryan. Because that's Why? not even that's not even the right one. This the is talking of- about this is talking about food and stuff, and the one and when he references ten nine nine eight as the taking your cars. Personal cars, trucks, vehicles of any kind, um, farm equipment, fertilizer. Yeah, this is the 10999. Did I type in the wrong one? No, no. he's full of shit. Like I'm saying, his article is inaccurate. He's okay, inaccurate. then let's see 10999. That's and what I'm looking that I'm, one up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that his, he, he might have just made this shit up out of nowhere. But this, but this is important to actually go through it on, on shows like this and, and, and our, our individual shows, right? Because you'll see like snippets of like this on Instagram and then it'll get shared and shared and yep. shared and someone will make a TikTok. And Ryan, I'm not saying you're doing that. Yeah. Uh, I don't fuck with you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, yeah. um, People run with shit, you know, without doing the research. And that's the problem. We get a bad rep because we'll take that random website and say, this is what is fact without really going and looking at the bills when it's not really that hard to do. But I'm I'm, because I'm skeptical about like the way his headline. Yeah, I think those two are flip flops. Yeah, he literally got those flipped. Yeah. Well, let's check then check eleven hundred just to see. I mean, I'm just interested in these bills. Yeah, because this the ten nine 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 was the highways and roads, and that was the one that you were uh yeah into there. Okay, which one? Uh, just go eleven thousand. Eleven thousand. Yeah, eleven thousand. It allows the government to mobilize civil civilians into work brigades under government super. Are you sure this isn't Nazi Germany? Like a some, <laughs> like a synopsis of that. It could be, dude. Okay, eleven. What like Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> The time 11. has come today. <laughs> um, okay. Straight out of Woodstock. These are all under Kennedy. It's fucking Kennedy, dude. This guy didn't stop. <laughs> maybe that's why they killed him, dude. They're on our side, guys. You ever think about that? Maybe. Oh, trust the plan. Plot trust twist. The plan. Plot yeah. twist. <laughs> Civilian manpower mobilization. Develop manpower resources. Guidance. Designed to utilize maximum extent of civilian manpower resources, plans and guidance to be developed with the active participation and assistance of the states and local. So basically, yeah, it says it's it's kind of like a draft almost. Mobilized civilians, so which I, we all we might have picked the we eighteen. We might have just picked the worst two, and he might have just flipped those around. To be honest, right? Yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. so far okay. he's got that one eleven oh one. Allows the government to take over all health, education, welfare functions. Oh, they're already doing a crack-up yeah. job with yeah. that. They did that since 1850s. Rockefeller. Oh, man. Okay, Executive One, Wiki Source. Oh, Jesus, we don't want to go here. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Assigning emergency. Is this fucking Kennedy, too? No, okay. Doesn't show his picture, at least. It is Kennedy, though. Look, emergency health services. Okay, so literally, just out of bad luck, we picked the wrong fucking one, and he yeah. got those flipped around. But it sounds like he's got, you know, the health manpower. And, of course, we're skimming here. Mm-hmm. If anyone's interested. Physicians. Yeah. Manpower, material facilities. But how are they going to do that? 
Like they're gonna knock on my door and be like, "Hey, you gotta. We need you to dig a hole." I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm yeah. off, bitch." They're all listed right here. So, telecommunications management for ten nine nine five. Let's double check that. Yeah, telecommunication media. Yeah. So yeah, you just flip flop those two. They flip flopped them. Yeah, you guys yeah, fucking hating your on my shit over here. Proofread your shit, goddamn. I wrote that article, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm all Ryan. I'm just always suspicious of these one-off no, websites know. because there there are. I mean, I've been fooled by a lot of them because I'm like, oh right. shit, this is legit. And then I go look at you know, do some more research, and I'm like, fuck, this is all bullshit. He just made this up. Like some yeah, of it's no. legit, and some of it's added on. Right. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate right. that. Honestly, that's a good way to be. But yeah, there's some that are on here that he hasn't listed too, like the twelve. 13, uh, 74, all these ones are not listed. Um, well, that's, so yeah, that's man. only, those are only ones that were basically in Kennedy era. You know, I, I, I'm sure, I wonder what the numbers are today. Um, this right. might be a good site for anyone listening to check out disastercenter.com slash law order slash one, one, zero, one number. I know, but yeah, it will just get you to that. I don't know if the, maybe I'm just, sure law if you order. just, well, no, just just backspace on the one. Yep, and right then there. hit htm, and then. But type in the type in the uh, the order number, and then I think hit dot. I think it was dot htm. Yeah, dot htm. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to share that real quick with. That should there. take you directly to that, and you you could probably just update the the order number, and it'll take mm -hmm. you to the next one. I would I would imagine anyway. Yeah, well, they yeah, they're all right. They're all listed here to the left. So yeah, just that disastercenter.com slash law order slash one one zero zero one dot htm. You guys can check out. They're all listed on the left, and I'm sure, you know, Matt does a good job sharing all this shit on the on the bio. But yeah, man, no, it's uh. It's interesting. It, what are the odds too that we pick the fucking backwards ass one? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, but yeah, it's man. but it's the same thing. And you know, I think the the the, the government definitely has um, a plan in place for continuity, mm -hmm. right? If something were to happen, and I think a lot of that is for a disaster. A lot of it is for if uh, an invading army ever comes here, and then the third part of that is probably for us. It's yeah for against us. I mean yeah. You know, there's even with this bill that they're trying to push about basically banning pretty much every fucking gun that's out there or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, ban it. Fine, great. What are you gonna do? Go pick them all up? Yeah. yeah. Good fucking luck. I mean, yeah, they're just gonna rely on people handing them in, you know, and that's yeah. how they do it otherwise. And the people that are gonna keep them are gonna keep them. And good, right. good luck finding it. You're not again. You're not going door to door to collect. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it seems like they're under the idea like oh well if we pass this law then they go away even though they they know that if they banned guns completely today no one's going to give up their guns and people are still going to get new guns and you guess know? what people can make their own guns with the 3d printers out there oh now. yeah so, you had a you had a guy who printed out like 300 receivers for handguns and then traded them in and got like i don't know fucking five grand cash or something yeah. you know what i mean well, look at that gun that was supposedly Genius. used to kill abe right that that's a real gun and that was yeah. like pvc pipe yeah yeah just I think like he, zip tied together and shit. i think he yeah. made a uh um there's like some disaster magazines that i have there's one that shows you how to make a slam a slam fire shotgun it's basically yeah. just two pieces of pipe and you slam fucking a nail up against yeah. a shotgun jail dude did yeah. you did you guys see brandon herrera try to recreate that gun that the guy used to kill abe no <laughs> dude he almost got his head fucking blown off 
he's hiding behind this like he used a pull string Mm -hmm. uh and he's hiding behind like a you know a a 50 gallon drum full of water and dude the thing miss or backfired and shot the pole right over his fucking head missed him by inches must have not carried the one on that calculation yeah fuck man Uh, and then he did it again from the same position and had an almost another fucking fatal blow and, like, and yeah, it's I'm, like holy I'm, shit dude i'm done with this science project yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm just making that first one yeah just make a fucking paper mache volcano after that yeah <laughs> call throwing yeah. the towel <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey big country you were talking before you yeah. uh had a rude awakening with some uh children's programming mm. yeah man this was yeah so right now my son storm shadow he's he's really into dinosaurs now he's only he's only 17 months um but he like he loves them so we got him some a bunch of dinosaurs that he plays with i know dinosaurs aren't real but i'm like don't say that what i'm but what i'm dad i'm like <laughs> yeah rah, dinosaurs you know this is awesome he watched jurassic world dominion when the wife and i watched it the, the new one right mm-hmm. he had no problems with it and then there was a um <laughs> A cartoon that's on netflix now he rarely watches tvs because we noticed that when he watches tv um it like hit you know it hypnotizes him yeah like children's programming yeah yeah we can't get his attention if he's mm-hmm. sitting there in his high chair and we're eating dinner and we have a show on he won't eat his food so we just put music on now like for 75 percent of the day he still watches some shows but yeah we just listen to music and he, he runs around and plays and does his thing so we found this show uh, on netflix it's it's a uh, jurassic park cartoon mm, yeah there's six seasons familiar it's great it's great show um it's a bunch of kids they're it's all cartoons right a bunch of kids they're on this island kind of it's like this it's like a spinoff from the original right Almost. yeah yeah it's just kind of a take on like what what this group of kids were doing when the island was going to shit yeah exactly yeah. and then they got to figure out how to get back to the facility and then it kind of spins into the newer ones Right. And even my wife was watching it. She's like, this is great stuff. And the episodes are pretty short. I mean, they're only like 20 minutes. So he could watch two episodes and, you know, he has the whole rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Now we get up to um, season six and I'm watching it one day with him and my wife are sitting there. He's he's getting ready to, to get get a bath, get ready for the night. And one of the characters in the show, mind you, these are all kids, is a girl. And she starts telling this boy, she goes, I think I'm starting to have feelings for this other girl on the island. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure how I feel about that. And I, I paused it. <laughs> and I was like, listen, it's not about the gay stuff, right? Yeah. If you're gay, fucking whatever. They're, they're like nine years old in the show. Yes. So yeah. he, here's the issue I have with it. You have a group of adults that probably did the illustrations, the storyline. So you writing. have a group of adult, adults. Yeah, the writing sitting in a room talking about how can we make little kids gay in a show for kids mm-hmm. to me that's fucking pedophilia yeah in my opinion right and i was like he's not watching this anymore mm-hmm. i don't you know he's not necessarily you know locked into the storyline yeah yeah it's not something he's gonna be like dude i need to finish the season yeah exactly you know? yeah but i'm like <laughs> 
why is this necessary why in kids programming why why why, yeah. why do you have to even tell them it shouldn't be something they even think about yeah they're exactly. trying to survive fucking dinosaurs right Dude. now you mean they're struggling with their sexuality too it's two nine-year-olds want a scissor that's fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> right Dude, <laughs> and, and but it, it, like this is the wild part right like big country said you know you have adults writing these stories for children Yep. But in the real world, if you did have two nine-year-old girls who were like, yeah, I think I'm having, you know, these feelings for this other girl. Well, then what the fuck is going on in their life that they already know about this? You know what I mean? Because at nine years old, that was the last fucking thing on my mind. You know, it's funny you say that, Boya, because my, my son came home from school one day this year and he goes, he goes, dad, this kid in my class thinks he's gay. And I'm like, probably okay is. <laughs> and my son's nine my son's in, in th- was in okay grade and he's i'm like okay i'm like does he even know what gay is i'm like do you know what gay is and he's like no not really he's like i'm like well it's when boys like boys or girls like girls and he's like oh okay yeah i, I kind of thought that's what it was and he he's like so he goes in the next day and asks the kid what, what gay is and the kid didn't know so he told him and the kid flipped out because one of his friends had told him <laughs> to tell people that he was gay and he didn't know what he was saying. So he, so, he would have done he this was, like when we were kids, like, yeah. hey, dude, you're gay. But like, we we knew what that was. Yeah. And it's interesting too, big country, that you say that about the about the, the, the girls being gay. I actually do think that there is a problem with the homosexuality part of it. Um, because I mean, to be honest, and, and I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with this, but if if the nine year old girl was saying that she had feelings for a boy, I don't think that you would have cared. I wouldn't have cared. I don't have kids. I think I, am I the only one here that doesn't have kids? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I might be speaking out of line here. I would not care if my son or daughter saw heterosexual kids saying that they liked another kid on a TV show. Right. But I would have a problem if it was homosexual, not because I felt like it was grooming, but because I don't, I don't see that as normal, right? I don't, right. I don't at, think that at, at such a young age, though, to be like to be knowledgeable of what that is at such a young age, uh, you know, I think obviously that is grooming, in my opinion. But I, but I understand sure. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah that is. It's not. But shouldn't be. No, there shouldn't be gay or heterosexual stuff at all. Like, because in my but, head, you know. But but here's the thing, because because I have. I have, you know, a three-year-old, I have a five-year-old and I have an eight-year-old. Now my daughter, my daughter, she's my biggest nemesis. You know, she's, Uh. the the problem is, is that she's about as witty as I am. So like the sarcasm and just (laughs) clashing worlds. Right. But I love her to death. No, no, she's five. Okay. (laughs) She might as well be 18. But that's a terrible age too, man. They say it's terrible too. Five. They just start feeling their oats, man, and they yeah. want to challenge the king oh, already. Absolutely, absolutely, because she just started kindergarten. You know what I mean? She's a sweetheart. I love her to death. But you know, <laughs> little little girls, and it, this is this is the this is absolutely true. You always hear like, "Oh, girls mature faster than boys." Like mentally, she's about the same age as my oldest son. Mm. So, but you know, there are times where she's playing with boy, this boy from her preschool was her best friend, right? It was the first kid she met. So she had a connection with him. He made her feel comfortable when she was sad and missing mom and dad. And so, you know, from 
a heterosexual standpoint, she sees mom and dad together, aunts and uncles, grandparents, you know? So she says, oh, he's my boyfriend. Not really even understanding what the, the context of that really means. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but when you switch it and it's a same sex thing, I feel like they know more about what that term means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's sure. I, I, I just think, it, I think that it's, it's tough for people to say that they're just not comfortable with homosexuality. Cause I do. I think it's very weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't sure. understand it at all. I think well, that it's wrong to be honest, but yeah. You know. And, and, and I think obviously people should have that opinion and it should be validated because it's a personal experience for everybody. So if you, if someone was to say you're homophobic because of that, that, First of all, I think that that term's been just blown out of proportion. I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, it's, right. but it's like, first of all, like, no, you're, you're still going to treat a person with respect regardless. Of course. Just not your cup of tea. And I think yeah. that that's completely okay for people to think like that. And you know I, I, mean? I don't have to agree with what you do. Yeah. To, to, re, to still have a, a, a respect for you. Right. Yeah. Like you're saying, it's, it's one thing for my opinion to be that I don't agree with your behavior. Right. It's another for me to act on that. Now, yeah. I, if I, if I don't act on it, who cares? It's my opinion. And yeah. that's what we've lost in this world is the ability to have an opinion 100%. without someone getting offended by it. Yeah. Right. I say this all the time and I lose people by saying it, but where does that line stop? Because maps is becoming a thing. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly so, so oh, yeah and it started with homosexuality right mm-hmm. again i don't think that we should kill the gay people i really don't like genuinely but i did grow up in the 90s when this was like becoming more accepted yeah, yeah but so why do we the, have to kill the, why can't we penalize well pen- penalizing gay people i think is wrong too because again, no no, no, no not gay 90s. people i'm saying maps and shit shit that's yeah. illegal shit that's oh, well, 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 well here's here, killed yeah 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 exactly i but, totally so agree a thousand percent with what ryan said there's no tolerance for maps at all there's one punishment um they're, cheap. they're broken people it, they're broken you, people yeah about 48 dollars a box for 50 it's it's easy <laughs> it's easy fix but what Dude, i'm saying is tartarians that- man they they would kill people for a lying and adultery so well we used I, to do that think 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 about what they would do to maps <laughs> What I'm saying too is that what's going to be accepted because they like kids grew up around it right. in the year 2080, right? Yeah. Because because we're so tolerant of things mm. instead of being like, hey, no, dude, you're not gay. Like you're you're not gay just because you think that this boy is cool, yeah, right? Exactly. Right. It's, I, it's I had a discussion. Put, yeah, I had a discussion with a guy at work, and he was saying the same thing. My, my I think my, you know my 16 year old. He comes home and goes, Dad you know what? I think I'm gay. And he's like, what do you mean you're gay? Have you ever kissed a boy? Have you ever held a boy's hand? And he's like, no. He goes, how many dicks have you sucked? (laughs) None, none. He goes, okay, then you're not gay. How do you, how would you think that you're gay? And it's because, you know, when you're, when you're young, you start to click up with certain people. Now you get one fucking kid who is, his parents have exposed him to whatever the fuck he wants. Now he's exposing it to all these other kids. You know what I mean? So it kind of starts to spread. And he's not even gay. He's no. just acting like it because he wants the attention. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But you now you're having these other kids and it's this mental fucking spin that it puts on everything. And then all of a the sudden they have these groups behind them that are lifting them up and empowering them and telling them that this is your truth. Right. And yeah. 
it's it's really not but they keep the game up because they're getting likes or they're getting attention or whatever the fuck it is right and, and you know but that it is a disturbing thing to think the shit that we've tolerated thus far decades later is maps just going to be a fucking normal everyday thing yeah, yeah but it's a difference between tolerated and you know if it's not in your area mm -hmm. what can you do about it right like i'm yeah. not going to go out and fight against this stuff if it's not in my area right, yeah, if, right. if it comes in my area then it's my problem but mm -hmm. right the idea that we can fight everything all the time that's going on everywhere it's impossible you yeah. know so sure. and that's why we have to be you have to be persistent in your community. You know, yeah. you have to make sure you know what's going on in your kids' schools because, mm -hmm. listen, there's going to be crazy fucking schools out there. And, and the purpose of that is to get your attention, right? To, mm -hmm. to, to be extreme and, and test the waters to see what we are going to accept. Yeah. And, and if, as soon as you push back, man, most of these people will cave because yeah. these, these, it's it's a house of cards yeah it's yeah. not built on fact it's not built on anything other than emotion and emotion can't win a rational argument mm -hmm. yeah well and, and and to build on that thing like kind of back to the jurassic park thing is you know i have we my wife and i have uh turned off some programming where it even shows you know heterosexual action because i'm like whoa why dude, you know let's not why? come yeah. on now yeah. but my <laughs> thing was is like I, i'm looking at this program and i'm like okay dinosaurs not real let's just okay for the sake of the argument let's just say they were let's just say boy are they were like, at like one they were point. in the bible maybe dragons <laughs> maybe the dragons one okay it, but let's isn't just say it, hey, technically we'll get a dragon, dragon we'll, as a dinosaur. we'll get to dragons later because <laughs> dragons are coming matt I, I love it dude let's <laughs> just say okay dinosaurs were real but not now right there's not an island of dinosaurs right that we that there's that a we, bunch of kids that we don't it. know yet i mean okay <laughs> just saying not in our realm it could <laughs> be outside as far the as wall. the cartoon is concerned yeah, the door's still right? open <laughs> so there's an island of dinosaurs where these cartoon kids are trapped and they've got to <laughs> figure out how to problem solve and outwit and get back to safety and da -da -da -da. and then they're like hey Let's throw a relationship in there. Why? Yeah. I don't care if, if it's nobody's trying to find love during the apocalypse. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. Like, I'm just trying to make sure I can get my next breath in. But you know what the problem is? They're so unoriginal that mm -hmm. that's the cookie cutter MO to it, right? Yeah, you right. have to have that. You have the, the, the arc, right? The story arc. And there's always got to be some sort of love angle in it, even yeah. at the kids level. And I noticed that even in the shows my son used to watch, there's always this underlying lo love that they have to get in there. It yeah. has to be a love story. So there's got to be some somewhere someone finds yeah. love. There's someone for everyone. Look, newsflash, there isn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not, not everyone's going to end up with, you know, Prince fucking charming, even though he was uh, uh, Prince charming or no, no. Is it, is it Snow White? Is it Snow White and Prince charming or is that Cinderella? Snow White and Prince charming. No, Prince charming no, no. was Snow White had the dwarfs. Cinderella had Prince charming, but who kissed <clears throat> Prince, Snow Prince White? charming, Prince charming, kissed Snow White to wake her up. After yeah. Apple. Matt, remember that's he's Prince charming's death, dude. I remember that. Oh, video I saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck me. That sucks. Dude, these there, there's so many of those, and, and yeah, oh Pinocchio, we send them back and forth, man, and dude, it's wild because th there's so many videos out there that 
you don't know the story until you really look into it because you're a kid you're watching it you yeah. don't think about this stuff yeah yeah right. yeah and yeah. when you're an adult and you're watching it you're like what the fuck am i <laughs> and like you grew up watching it and it's like, completely what is he different. doing why would he do that oh we watched we watched i think my oldest son when he was like three we we had gone to disneyland and went on the pinocchio ride and he lost his shit because it's fucking terrifying they're kidnapping children and stuff and i'm looking at my wife going oh my god (laughs) like i didn't this didn't click and then we went home and watched the movie and i'm like this is the darkest shit that i've watched in a long time you know what i mean darker than any horror movie anything like that because they're they're basically fucking selling kids kidnapping them selling them away sending them off to an island where they could drink and do whatever they, yeah, they want. will never be boys again never be boys yeah. again then they Dude, fucking... I, I know exactly what you're talking about man because when the wife and i got married we took the like you know pre pre honeymoon to disneyland mm-hmm. for a couple days and we rode that ride and there was a couple next to us went god damn that shit was fucking dark and i went yeah. right right yeah. i'm the only one that needs their inhaler right now jesus Dude, christ it's fucked up <laughs> it's fucked up man <laughs> yeah Oh man! I, Back you to know, what we were talking about real quick earlier. There was a kid in my high school that sucked a dog's dick, and no one ever talked to him again. Oh my god! So the difference today, the though, fuck? is that that kid would be a hero. Oh okay? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because he's acceptant of all pe- of all species. You know what yeah. I mean? Put him on a Good t-shirt. You know, so yeah. I didn't. So my my nephew's in, is a junior in high school, and um, prior to the school year ending at the high school i attended which is up the way from the high school he attends um he goes hey did you hear about the kid that got arrested from your old high school i said no why would happen he goes he fucked a cat and i was like come on like that shit happens like every year someone says that he's like no it's he videotaped it and sent it to somebody and every kid at school seen it including me and i was like what he goes, yeah, he fucked this cat to death. The like the parent. So the kid ended up getting arrested and all this shit. And his parents like went into hiding and fucking dude, crazy shit. Dude, I would have went and started fighting for Ukraine if that was my kid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, and that's fucking a job. And that's someone's job in Hollywood. Like there's someone that's like a professional cat fingerer and they just go right. around and do all this shit and work for these sick fucks. Dude, it's weird how different societies are, man. And and like just with the times. I graduated in 2009, dude. And again, this kid did this. I think he did it as a dare, I think, because he was kind of popular. And, you know, everyone actually saw him do it. And then, like, no one fucking talked to him anymore. But again, he would be idolized today as as brave. It's so weird. Like, back in the day, like, I remember the big thing was, like, the Pam and... uh, pam anderson tommy lee video mm, yeah oh uh, dude bro and that you know not like now that's like nothing like that was yeah. huge yeah that's soft core that's soft core yeah <laughs> well matt i wanted to say one thing that you, that you brought up earlier about you know for us as a society or even individualistically to try to battle everything all the time nonstop. it's it's not fathomable mm-hmm. but i think what we can do is you know obviously bring awareness but from your own perspective in your own household there are things that you can do and i'm not saying put your kid in a box and let them you know like don't go outside the sun you know whatever yeah but you know you could take your kid out of schools you can monitor their internet usage you know like when i was a kid my parents would be like stay out of this store or don't go there you know it's like hot topic or like whatever (laughs) now i have to tell my kid like stay the fuck off the internet yeah 
You know what I mean? Like, like don't turn on Netflix or what, you know what I mean? Dude, it's, Uh you know, I have the perfect example for that. And it, it, it it literally, it broke my heart when this happened because we're pretty good at at controlling what our little ones are, are doing, right. As far as the content they're intaking. Um, And we do a lot of what big country said, a lot of the time, it's just music on TV. If they want to hear songs, then we're singing fucking nursery rhymes or whatever's on goddamn uh, Coco Melon. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, my kids were with my two of my nephews. One of their parents gave my youngest nephew the phone to watch whatever on. Right. Well, now they're getting onto their their parents phone. There's no restrictions. There's not a kid's profile or anything like that. They're on YouTube going through shorts on YouTube and I'm kind of looking at my son. Cause I'm like, what the fuck are they watching? What are they so into? And he's looking over his cousin's shoulder. So uh, my son kind of makes a face and like looks away and I go, you know, what, what's going on? And uh, someone else, I forget who it was. Uh, one of the other adults asked him, well, what are you watching? And my son heart of gold, he, he's a terrible liar. He, his conscience is way stronger than anybody's that I know of. He's like, I don't know what we just saw, but I didn't like it. <laughs> and he's like, what is it? They're watching. Now, mind you, this isn't like somebody doing this for fun. They're actually butchering this animal. But for uh, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old to be watching a goat be completely beheaded is inappropriate. Jeez. And mm-hmm. yes, and that took, you know, something away from my son. Sure. That I didn't, you know, allow mm-hmm. to happen. So I, I did everything I could to compose myself. And, and thankfully, his parents, you know, disciplined him and took the phone away and banned them from YouTube for who knows how long. But, you know, that's one of those instances. And this was we we're all in the same house. You know what I mean? So when right. they leave, it's fucking it's just an open field of whatever the fuck bulls on parade, dude, dude. Yeah. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong because I, this is a, a kid who literally my brother worked at Hollywood video and we would go and rent faces of death and invite all of our friends over. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And we're on, we're on the internet looking at fucking like cartel videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, as far as I feel, at least I, I turned out all right. So, yeah, but <laughs> You know, it's it's just that, like, I, I, I see what's going on in Hollywood and what's going, especially with the entertainment, and they're jamming all this shit in our kids' faces, and we're doing our best to, you know, Matrix dodge out of the way, fucking dildos here and fluid this and pronoun there, and it's, I feel like I fucking failed for an instance, you know what I mean? Like I like I let my shield down and it was like fuck. You can't nerf my the world, dude. And you know no, that exactly. better than anyone. Yeah. They're gonna they're they're gonna be like you said when they go out into the real world. And again, I'm the only fucking one here that doesn't have a kid, right? You but, should have one. They're pretty cool. Eh, I got a little <laughs> sister. She's expensive, 18. dude. <laughs> yeah, I've got a sister that's 18. I kind of look at her as like a little kid that I don't have to pay for. So it's kind of like go. they got the best of both worlds. And she can wipe her own ass, hopefully. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think she can. She's 18. <laughs> I know she drinks with her little boyfriend, so hopefully she can wipe her own ass. <laughs> but no, man, you know, um, like you said, dude, we saw this kind of weird shit that was very, yeah. I mean, dude, I saw like one of the beheading videos, right? Yeah. And who knows how real they are, but man, it, they freak you out. And then it kind of tells you like, okay, either at that point, your son is going to decide that he's going to be a good person and he's going to mm-hmm. learn from that. 
or he's going to decide that he's going to be a, a crazy person yeah. right, in the future. Yeah, I absolutely. think most of these kids decide that they're going to be good. I realized I didn't like looking at people getting their heads cut off. And I think I'm a better person for at least seeing that and realizing that, hey, you know, that shit's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah, your son I, knows that people kill animals in a brutal yeah. way, right? Well, and, you, and you, the, the, the weird part is, is like, I've showed him like hog hunting videos or people like bow hunting or things like that. You know what I mean? And he thinks and, it's cool. Yeah. So that like yeah. the more, the more I started to, cause I was like kind of beating myself up over it. Right. And the more and more I started thinking of it was like, man, this is no different than just a, a traditional hunting video. And so I explained to him, listen, the videos you saw weren't just someone walking up to a random goat and cutting its head off for fun. This is how they butcher animals in whatever village they live in. And that's how they get their meat. You know, where do you sure. think the pork chops were eaten come from and, and things like that? You know, cause uh, I had a friend who, who went hog hunting and he brought me a bunch of bacon and, and pork chops. And, you know, I told him, <laughs> Hey, we, this, this is literally, we, you know, a guy hunted this, they dressed it, cut it all up into pieces and brought it to us. And you'd be respectful about how you kill the animal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because you can't control what they see. Right. Right. But what you can do is you can shape their character in a way and you can guide them in a way that when they come across that stuff, Mm -hmm. they have a better way of addressing it or they're open enough with you to discuss it. Right. And that's that's the thing is, is you can't nerf them like Ryan's saying. But what we can do is instill values in them to a point where they can make decisions, right? Like Ryan was saying, are they going to make a good, be a good kid or a bad kid? Now that's, that's lack of parenting when you have bad kids, right? Very rarely do you have a, a bad kid who comes from a great family. Yeah. It happens, but it's so rare. What was the worst thing that we had growing up? Like mortal Kombat? Oh yeah. And they tried to ban that. Yeah. You know, like I went Charles and watched Man- or Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. MTV was pretty raunchy back then. Yeah. You no, know? I mean the Oh yeah, the Pussycat dolls when I was growing up, dude, showing their cooters. Yeah, on but they, you go back to the eighties with yeah, like the 80s the meta, with pretty, like the hair bands and shit. The girls were in like G strings and shit. And yeah. All know, the guys got the giant cog pieces and yeah, like, yeah, it was and then and then like when when rap and hip-hop took over it was just twerking non-stop you know yeah. which well, I, so at, then too, at that age point, I, I really appreciated but oh yeah well that's the thing <laughs> to the point when when younger kids are watching that heterosexual shit mm-hmm. it's kind of normal right yeah. but then like when we see the gay stuff and, and it's being pushed on kids that's not cool at all right. see so it's funny for some you reason. say that right because my son's nine yeah doesn't matter w- what it is anything kisses on Gross. TV and he's like, ew, oh, come yeah. on. Oh, Same thing. Yeah. My, my son's eight. And, you know, like the, the scene in Harry Potter where Ron and Hermione kiss every he's seen it. I don't know, a thousand times and still covers his face. You know, well, he's I mean? probably honestly, <laughs> if, if you guys are around, because I, I remember I was this age not too long ago. OK, a couple summers ago, I was that age. <laughs> and um, no, man, like you, you, you say that in front of your parents, but. I think that, you know, you no, think about sure. it, dude, yeah. I was writing love notes to girls in kindergarten, like, oh, honestly, yeah, and my parents were helping me do it, making sure yeah. I was spelling the dude, shit. You're right. a lot <laughs> different than my son, dude. My son. Yeah. Nah, it, he's hilarious. Cause he's like, 
he he there's a lot of girls that like him you know mm-hmm. he's a, he's a smart kid he's a good looking kid and and there's girls that are like ooh you know and and yeah. and he's like oh and he really yeah. like it grosses him out that i mean he has <laughs> he'll play with them like they're yeah. like they're they're his friends but if they want to do girl stuff he's like nope i'm out yeah, yeah. See, it's, well, it's cool it's so funny though because like my youngest son thinks that if if two people kiss and they're automatically married right <laughs> which i'm like dude then you hey, holding you, hands yeah i'm like dude you better not kiss anybody then because now you're married so and he's like oh no way but my you know, my oldest son he 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 wrote a he wrote a love uh, i guess you call it love no he wrote a little note to a little girl last year yeah and, and my wife yeah my wife found it and like you know this was first grade like the beginning of first grade so there was like a handful of words that were like misspelled and stuff so Backwards she's like e's and shit yeah you know so <laughs> russian she's like, letters yeah, so she's like, hey, let's figure this out. Let's, let's, you know, let's rewrite it. I'll help you spell whatever you need to spell. And and you go give it to her. And I was like, dude, like, that's awesome. Yeah. I would never write a note to a girl and give it to her because I'm too scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, in, in middle school, we used to write notes to each other all the time. And we'd fold them in these crazy, like, origami. Yeah, the triangles, things. right? It's like a and goddamn math equation. And hearts yeah. and wild shit that we'd send back and forth. And like retards, we would save all of our notes in our yeah. in the back of our binders. So my dad goes through and finds my love notes in middle school. And I mean, back then, you know, we were talking about fucking and stuff. We hadn't done that yet. Yeah. I had, I didn't even kiss a girl until I was a, a 16. Mm-hmm. And then I went all the way. I finger popped her and everything. We didn't have to <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, I yeah. went from, from zero to 100 real quick. And, <laughs> but just talking about, and my dad's hearing us talk about condoms and stuff. And he's like, how do you know about this shit? and um schoolyard yeah it was just it, and i don't even know how i knew about it i probably honestly didn't know what a condom was i just wanted to sound cool like oh yeah, yeah I'll, have, I'll have a condom mm-hmm. and you know meanwhile yeah. i didn't have one sex condom until five years later you know yeah. <laughs> so it just depends on what kind of you know again i have a great relationship with my mom and dad i think that is the most important thing matt yeah. said that many times you know and, mm-hmm. and uh, shannon uh, has also said that a lot too you know the state and the school system can get into your kid's brain but if you make yourself the most important person and the most like you lead by example you're a good yeah. person strong character and all that shit there's some dna i mean you share dna with your kid right mm-hmm. they're going to be more attracted to whatever you have to say if you have that good relationship it seems right true true right. No, so, that yeah. that's true that's true and and listen i like i i do my best because <laughs> The crazy part, and you guys know, having kids, like, there's no fucking outline. There's no, hey, you know, look out for this. Because everything, it's like, I have three kids. Each one of them is so uniquely different that there's uh-huh. no way I can parent all of them the same way. You know sure. what I mean? And that's not yeah. a negative thing at all. That's, it's, but it's, it's just something, like, I, I do my best to, anytime something happens, try and make it a lesson learned, right? And I explain to them like they're adults, like, hey, this is the reason that I'm telling you this, this and this. Yeah, because when I was a kid and my parents didn't want me to do something, they would talk to me like an adult instead of, you know, well, because you might get an owie. No, if you decide to go do some dumb shit, that will kill you. Right. If you do this, you will overdose and die. <laughs> like, yeah. and, th- and they so they hit you with the hard shit and you really like, damn, OK, thinking about it. You know what I mean? So. When, you know, I had kids that were same age as me fucking wanting to smoke meth and do like get on to all this crazy shit for kids that I was friends with. Once we hit high school, they went off the rails, whether it was 
you know, armed robberies or heavy drugs. And, <laughs> and they would always ask, you want to go, you know, and, and you're right, because in the back of my head, it was my dad, you know, and yeah, you don't want to let them down, right? Exactly. I mean, that was my or thing. Catch a I didn't, whip, man. Yeah, yeah, let them yeah. down and an ass whooping. Yeah. Well, well like, that, like, like, uh, that was guaranteed. Like, yeah. <laughs> we had the bearded black cowboy on our show, Larry Stevenson. And he had, he had said, he always told his kids, if you want, if, if someone's telling you to do something you don't want to do, then I'm your scapegoat. Tell them oh, I'm not doing that because my dad will whip my ass. I'm not doing that. Cause if my dad finds out, you know what I mean? And, and that struck me in a certain way because it's true, right? I, if, if those kids don't give a shit about what your dad thinks about you, then they just really don't give a shit. Nope. And, and so at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do anyways. But at least, you know, you you had the the sense to say, well, my dad's going to whip my ass, even even if it's something you really kind of want to try. You know what I mean? They knew that the character that they're trying to live up to isn't going to jive with what their parents think of them or expect right. of them you know what i mean and those people it seems like the ones you know that you were friends with as kids and then they go off and do fucked up shit their parents probably with little or zero exception were either uh neglectful or they were too overbearing on them mm -hmm. and if yep. it wasn't their direct parents then it was one of their best friends yep. had the crazy parents like that because i knew yeah. some kids um that had good parents or good grandparents they live with their grandparents and the yeah. grandparents loved them so much and were there for them all the time but they hung out with with kids that had shitty parents, right? Yeah. Well, and, right. and the problem there too, Ryan, is even though they're with their grandparents, they're not with their parents. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad and mom are gone, yeah. There's something to that, you know? Yeah. Like, because I even noticed it in my son. When we got divorced, my son, it took him a good eight to 12 months to come to grips with it and, and sure. really get back to himself. I mean, it yeah. hit him like a ton of bricks and really fucked up his world yeah and uh it's one of those things that you know there's a reason why they're destroying the nuclear family right yeah, there's right. a reason why they're going after that and Absolutely. and there's power in that and and you look at the olden days and the way they would do it is in, in the tribe the elders would raise the kids yeah because they well, had all the experience they mm -hmm. they knew right and the parents could go do what they had to do and uh and 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 you knew they were in good hands and now we're in you know we're putting them in the state's hands which is yeah. the last place you want to put them Absolutely. would you say that your kid that your son was traumatized by it right i mean uh, i think in the long run yeah i think it's going to impact him i think it's going to impact the way he looks at relationships you know i think it's going to impact him on on a multiple levels you know hmm. so that I mean, trauma we know that that's a, the foundational aspect and not, not that it's you guys doing it, but the idea of what you said, the, the state trying to break up the family, if that is something that's a, a normal thing, every single family gets divorced and the trauma is on the kid. That's a society that's, that's just not going to work, dude, because there's, there's uh, the trauma leaves a, a space. It leaves mm. a little void for some programming to get in there yes. and some real fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. so it sounds like he's bounced back, dude. And you guys, it, it sounds like you're very, very heavily involved with his life, dude. And that's all that you can do because sometimes shit doesn't work out. Oh, I had right? to, you know, when shit like that happens, 
focus has to go to him. And that yeah. was my number one priority, you mm -hmm. know, was make him feel sure like he's all that matters. That was, yeah. it, it, that's it. You know, like I, I have had no, I haven't even tried to find somebody else or hang out with anybody else. It's like when he's with me, it's me and him. Yeah. You know, and that's the whole thing. It's like, and, and that's why I noticed it so significantly because I, you know, I paid so close attention to it that something was off, you mm. know? And, and if I didn't pay attention to it, it could have escalated at nine to a point where he's gone, you know, yeah. you lose him forever because he's so right. scarred by this that mm -hmm. he can't recover. Well, yeah. good on you, dude. Honestly, yeah, a lot of people can't absolutely. do that shit. Dude, yeah. it's, it's tough, absolutely. man. And that's the parenting part. Right. And I had no yeah. say in what happened. So, you know, yeah. It, it but was... even going into that, it's not like you knew how to handle it. You know what I mean? Oh no. And, and no. but, but clearly, you know, that's the, that's the thing. Like there's, there's such a big mental illness issue in this country. Now, if you very well could have said, you know, I'm divorced, I'm hitting the bottle. Here's the fucking iPad, do your thing. And like you said, there's no coming back from that. You know what I mean? And, but the fact that, like you said, you have to be, you were there for him all the time. And there's so many parents that are there, but they're not present. You nope. know what I mean? So sure. You live in the same house, but you know, there's plenty of families we see go through divorce and both parents are so caught up in the fact that they're free of each other, that the kids just fall to the wayside, yeah. you know, yep. and yeah. usually ends up if there's multiple children, the oldest, depending on how old they are, they kind of end up, you know, absorbing that parent role. Yep. And it's, it's weird. Like how, how the dominoes fall, you know what I mean? But you caught it before it turned into something dangerous mm -hmm. well, in a weird way. Isn't it like an investment almost like you're paying, you're spending a lot of time and maybe it, I oh, mean, yeah. obviously it would be easier to give the kid the iPad, go out and pound some fucking chicks out there and just fucking like, you know, we always used to joke around and say like, just put the kid in the bathtub. Be fine, <laughs> you know, if you do that, they're, they're going to grow up and be a piece of shit. Right. Yeah, and exactly. if you're staying yep. right by their side, yeah, you're sacrificing a couple of years to make sure that this kid knows how, how important, Mm -hmm. he or she is to you and then you can go out and have some fun and meanwhile you're probably creating a more successful kid that's oh, gonna sure. go out there and fucking like so that you're not having to bail this kid out of jail well that yeah that's <laughs> him till I don't, if i don't 40. do it now ryan i'm gonna have to do it later yeah, right? yeah. exactly and that's what people don't understand. way harder an yeah. investment that's what i'm saying it's an investment dude. absolutely not yeah, only in a, his future but yours dude exactly like, yes. it's pretty g dude I, yeah, yeah that's a that's good. a good way to, that's a good way to put it you know but like you said you know, Matt, you had mentioned, well, my son might look at relationships differently, but the relationship that he has with you as a father and son is, is going to be something that he's going to look at differently as well, because he's going to see friends who don't have that kind of bond with their dad and or, you know, stepdad or whoever the male figure is. And he's going to put two and two together. Oh, that's why this guy's a shithead. That's why this guy doesn't know how to fucking, you know, throw a ball or whatever. You know what I mean? yeah so. right uh it's it's uh it's a it's it's an important thing man it's i i kind of realize it every day as being like the newest father here you know about man do i really need to sit here on my phone when my son's over there smiling at me and swinging his toys around i'm like yeah i'm gonna go down there and play with dinosaurs or whatever blocks or cars or whatever mm -hmm. you know um but uh a, a funny story i'll share with you guys real quick i'm not sure Matt, how, how you guys want to end the show but um so about a week ago boy i told you this already but about a week ago my wife and i are at the pool with our son and there's a, a group of people out there a younger girl probably around maybe um late late 
late twenties, early thirties, maybe big O knockers on her. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's in a bikini, golden brown, tan, blonde hair, <clears throat> big O knockers, real ones too. My wife can spot a fake titty a mile away, but she's like, no, those are real. Nice. So got to respect that. <laughs> it's a superpower. That's why I keep around, you know, but <laughs> Hey, those real or fake. But, um, and then you got to make fun of them a little bit too. You'll be like, well, they don't look that good on her. Right? Yeah. It's like your wife. Oh no. I tell my wife, I'm like, Hey, those are great. She's like, yeah, <laughs> those but, are great. But she goes, yeah, but they're not real. I'm like, listen, you're not a guy. So you don't understand a titty is a titty. titty, is a titty. Oh man. I disagree. There's something about naturals that when they're no, no, sure. Over sure. It just, but are no, you mad? But are you mad at a fake titty? That's the thing. Yeah, I am. Like, it, like if you took off your shirt and it was a fake, bit. and you're like, you know what, feels off. Yeah, like what those up? obscenely fake ones. I'm oh, like, wow. Yeah. You know, like, like there's, yeah, there's yeah. girls at Triple the gym, Z's and you just laugh because you're like, yeah. how are you upright? You know, yeah. you're not Same gonna thing last with an that ass. long. Oh yeah. no, fake ass. Oh no. Well, yeah, fake right. ass. Yeah. Where, where Sorry to interrupt the beautiful story, but boobs are serious to me. No, yeah. I no, I get really, that's where the deep is, roots of, of the topic here. Let's go. I, this is where it's going. <laughs> okay. My son would not stop staring at her. So Good she gets him. out of the pool and she puts on like a cover, like a big long cover shirt, and she goes to get something. She comes back. My son walks three feet from her and watches her take her top off, like to her cover off, you know, and he's like locked on natural and my wife is laughing and we're laughing i go we go hey i'm really sorry like you need son you need to learn some discretion get some glasses look from the side peripherals and, yeah use the peris <laughs> and she goes you know what actually i'm kind of flattered <laughs> and uh, he walked back over and i was like hey hey give me some give me some, give me some. <laughs> you know, but you know but, he, he might be thinking like damn i'm getting kind of hungry and i know where food comes from yeah that's true i was like hey, you, you want her you know you want him off yours so, you know yeah yeah you know there is you some can, natural you can supervise <laughs> so, yeah, yeah to boy's point there's something very natural about a kid just staring at titties yeah like down to like the the food part yeah Mm. he was uh he he did not lose eye contact are we going to end the show with another uh cory uh, uh no Corey? no this is better oh. this time this is was, oh this part is two a little teaser for the weekend okay we, we have a new show on the horizon oh yeah hell yeah that flat horizon go ahead oh boy here we go accept me as their queen. A woman would not inherit the Iron Throne. Because that is the order of things. He's a foot. I will not be made to choose between my brother and my daughter. Your succession will be challenged. 
Rickold Stark. I call this Valarian. I call him Baratheon. Promise to be faithful to King Viserys and to his name, yeah. Princess Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra Targaryen. We play an ugly game. The determination to win it. Where is duty? Where is sacrifice? House yeah. of Dragons. Can't they can say I watched this. I started watching this show recently, uh-huh. and it's phenomenal. It, oh, it really great. is fucking insane. Yeah, like the the original one. You're yeah. gonna be greatly Love disappointed it. by the ending, but hey, it is. No, I is. saw it. I, I saw the the first ever episode that I saw was the second to last episode. Okay, I I was one of those people that was like, dude, like I'm not into oh, this so, shit. So there's only one way up from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So no, I'm I'm down, dude. Like I, I started yeah. watching it. Yeah, the crippled takes the throne. Spoiler dude. alert. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> it, it, none of it makes sense. But hey, dude, no, it's a it's a pretty badass show. Some yeah. good writing. Very good. Good writing is something to be appreciated, no matter and, no matter. And what. if if Absolutely. anyone really wants to, you read George Martin's books and. It, again the books are so much better than the show mm-hmm. and the show is phenomenal but the, he just goes into such detail in the books that you right. know and you get to create it in your head yeah that now, man <clears throat> with the new one coming out what do you guys think the dick to tit ratio is going to be in this one? Oh, lots um, of titties at least yeah, two to one yeah yeah i would think so <laughs> yeah. you got to keep that ratio appropriate i hope yeah. so yeah. The dong only goes so far with the with the viewership. It really yeah. doesn't bring people in because a lot of even the women are like, "Why?" Exactly. Whoa. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, yeah. I gotta say because I, I remember, you know, definitely my wife appreciated more of the tits than she did the dong. Yeah. Which I appreciated. So. There's not anyone not the out dong, there that but doesn't that she appreciate. <laughs> let me clear I, that. I don't up. like the dong. I don't want the yeah. dong. Yeah, yeah. Let me clear that up. You just edit that out, and we'll fix it. We'll fix the post. Everyone appreciates good boobs. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it's, you got to respect them. Yeah, my work son's of seventeen art. months, and he knows it. Yeah. Um, so. let me share with you real quick. I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Kyle Dunnigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I love Kyle. Hilarious. He's great. Um, whenever I hear someone talk about how the book is better than the movie which a lot of people say that mm-hmm. i always think of this clip that's a reader that's, dude <laughs> i know can you hear this can you hear it yeah faintly okay i might have fucked up let's see we'll we'll take that again take two. two take two we're good it's worth waiting it's for. It's yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? No reason, no reason to see it on film. The imagination much better than all those goofy special effects. So you've never see, seen the movie at all? I have seen them in my head. <laughs> wonderful worlds in outer space. Those were come to life and I'm there in the middle of the action. There's no need to watch these movies with my eyes. When my, imagine- <laughs> when my imagination can do the job. Is there any like fame, like book like in, in Star Wars, do you have yourself as any character in there? Like do you imagine yourself as in some of yes. these books? Yeah. Are I do. Stand out? Well when I'm I'm in a bad mood, I am the evil Darth Vader. And I 
my razor sword and I castigate it among my soldiers. Uh, for I am the evil Darth Vader. But when I'm feeling happy, I'm the fun robot R2-D2. <laughs> my head is 19 feet tall. Oh my god. Maka, a little tiny dog who's friends with Hans. But I wouldn't spend too much time in that Olayan Falcon. It's a large school bus that can fly. I love that. Jabba the Hutt is a skinny creature who has long blonde hair and he serves. <laughs> Super cool. Was that in the book? It was uh, it was up here. <laughs> Dude, he's good. He's so funny. <laughs> and and Kurt Metzger is very underrated. <laughs> that dude is hilarious, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my favorite character that he does is Wendell, dude. Just fucking. Just oh, he does so many good ones, man. He's mastered the Instagram filters to, oh, yeah. to just work magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys got to watch Kyle Dunnigan's uh, Chips Survival Tips for the Woods. That shit's pretty good, too. <laughs> this is like 10 years old on YouTube. It's hilarious. Man. Yeah, man. No, I don't. I don't doubt if you're a good reader. Uh, that books are better. I just can't read very well. So <laughs> I hey, we it. all have our Vietnam, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you can go to the Derek Zoolander school for kids who don't read well. Yeah. <laughs> kids who can't read good. Yeah. <laughs> kids who can't read good. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I fucked that up big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you have good grammar because, again, you read. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and you know what's crazy? I've double been bladed swords from like the uh like 1600s and shit and earlier, and their S's and F's are the same letter, but sometimes the S is an actual S, and V's and U's are the same letter. So some, so <laughs> oh, when you're reading it, with that shit. Oh, dude, it's like having dyslexia trying math to like, and reading at the same time. Exactly, dude. <laughs> like now that's a challenge. Yeah, no thanks. I know this was a word problem. Fuck. Yeah. Seriously. So why don't we go around and uh, push our stuff and let's get out of here. So uh, big country, we started with you. Let's let you kick it off. Yeah, man. Uh, as always, thanks for having us. Uh, a lot of fun. I always enjoy these conversations. Um, the Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. Myself and Boya are uh, two of the three hosts on that show. New episodes every Friday. Uh, if you sign up on Spotify for $4.99 a month, you get the extra episode every month. Plus it unlocks the uh, exclusive stuff on our website so you'll get merchandise that only you can purchase exclusive uh, one-offs for designs that will go away uh, access to the video game tournaments uh, so a lot of fun things um, we're available everywhere uh, we're back on apple we were off for a bit there's an issue with the rss feed but um, got that sorted all out and um, boy i forget anything Okay. um discord hit us up on our discord um uh, instagram uh facebook you can email us a good old-fashioned way uh yeah all that stuff you know you don't feel don't feel um like you're like we're too good for you to message us we get messages all the time which is pretty cool and uh people send us articles and all kinds of cool stuff like that so yeah it's we're we're, we're interacting with with our listeners 
So yeah, you can catch us on all those social medias. We're not on Twitter. We're not on, I think we have a telegram, but I don't think we ever use it now. No. Oh. Yeah. That's a true social look in these days. <clears throat> FBI <laughs> watch list. <laughs> yeah. See, well, I don't have it. Yeah. Oh, I would oh, never. I would never sign up for any of them. Hell no, no, when when they started when they started talking about Truth Social and Gab and all these things, like during when Trump was going <laughs> through all this shit, right leading up to the election, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Herd but, mentality. They're just yeah. rounding you up. Exactly. But yeah, you catch us on all that stuff. We're there. Excellent. Thank you guys. Of Ryan, course, what do you got you. going on? You're a busy man, dude. Same old shit. Yeah. Unlike these awesome guys here at uh, Whiskey Beer and Conspiracies, I do think that I am too good for my audience. So do not reach out to me because <laughs> uh, I won't answer. And not only that, I'll report you. Hell yeah. you even think about emailing or DMing me. Don't reach out. Um, my DMs are blocked. Shut down. But no, yeah, you guys are, are real fun to talk to, man. I wish that, that uh, the whole team could have been here because you guys are, are uh, you guys are doing cool shit, man. Uh, involving your community more and, and doing stuff like that's always cool. And I think that we just gave a good preview to a new podcast, which is going to be teaching people how to parent and raise kids. Hell yeah. So, Boom. you know, I think that we did a good job doing that. There's some non ironic podcasts out there that talk mm -hmm. about raising kids. And I think that we just talked about that for 30 minutes way better than all those shows. Oh, yeah. Did, so oh, yeah. Sure. Four guys and a kid. That's the yeah. name yeah. right there. Yeah. There we go. Four, four <laughs> yeah, guys well, and a baby. That sounds like a Jeffrey Epstein fucking <laughs> pedophile movie. Unreleased. Get into that. <laughs> yeah. But we'll yeah. get more clicks though. It's more accepted now, <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Uh, always, always fun chats on the Mondays, and um, just always, always stoked to be on the show, man. We've always gotten really cool shows, and I don't got nothing to say other than that, man. Matt, yeah, yeah. what about you? It's the best night of the week for me, man. I love it. Yeah. It's all downhill after this <laughs> Friday. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, guys, thank you so much. This is this has been great. Uh, you know where to find me Instagram at the Great Deception Podcast and all my stuff's there. Hit me up if you uh, need anything or looking for materials. I know people have been looking for some certain books lately, and I'm trying to find them. It's it's a mad dash right now, guys. So if, here here's a, a note to anyone: if you can get your hands on either physical copies of books or PDFs these days store them away because we're finding that books are starting to get changed mm. um and uh so it's not the original you know you're getting version 20 and if you go back to version like five it's a totally different book so yeah. try and try and uh hoard the material before they change it all because they are messing with everything right now 80 1984 is not just a novel it yeah. is reality so with that everyone's yeah there <laughs> we go nice. perfect timing so, <laughs> on that note we're out of here everybody stay strong and question everything mm -hmm.